said Santa couldn't bring you. I know you love Christmas, Granddad. Hello and welcome to Bronco Beach Boycott. Ramjack rides a new. Hello everyone, I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack studio is our good friend and our co-host Brad. Hello citizens! And our good friend and co-host Jonathan! Quiet Alex, Santa will hear us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) I keep forgetting that he watches us always and forever. Always. Always! Ring a ding a ding a ding. (laughs) <laughs> ring a ding a ding <laughs> he doesn't make that sound to be fair but his face makes that sound oh definitely the ghostly apparition that is Santa Claus that haunts a small child the 2D silhouetted hand? outline of Santa <laughs> I see him out there on the telephone pole guys guess what we're actually going to talk about Family Circus Christmas this week no we're not Brad, we're, Psych. Brad, we're yes, actively we we're actively talking about it right now. And if some of us I had our way, we would get know. it. We would have it at the beginning of the podcast. But I was reminded that tradition calls that we always watch the show. At, well, okay, tradition holds different things. But for the sake of this television show, not television show, yeah, I'm sorry. I might be having a stroke again, ladies and gentlemen, and I am sorry for that. Oh boy, oh boy. There's no maybe about going, it. We are going to be talking about the episode of Family Circus at the end of the show, like we no, normally do. Not, not an episode of Family Circus. <laughs> This is not a TV show, as you just plainly stated. How many? There are there are three episodes in the first season, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a Netflix series. Each one runs about an hour and forty-five. Interesting. Interesting. Both choices, Netflix. But yeah, we'll get to that in the high uh, in this the uh, hot high holidays of uh, Christmas in July. But there's tons of other stuff to talk about, guys. Shall we? Shall we? Uh, shall we get to hmm? it? Hmm? What's first? Sure. What's on the docket, Brad? You you wrote it down at the beginning. Uh, so well, um, I, I wrote it down, and then we changed it completely. So, <laughs> oh, uh, I just I'll talk about a monster first, right off the bat, guys. Uh, last night, uh, I decided to go and purchase a sandwich. <laughs> nice mistake number one. Alex I, says Alex says nice. I say mistake number one. <laughs> I, nice. It was a huge mistake. I listen. I I, I had a long day. Like I. I like I took a nap and then I was feeling like garbage and I was like, ah, oh, god, now it's like I took a really long nap, so I feel terrible and I'm hungry. Uh, I haven't eaten. I I I'm gonna get a sandwich before I have to watch Twin Peaks because it might be really bad. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm gonna prep yourself. Um, yeah. So I was like, let's let's go and get a sandwich. So I get online. I order my sandwich. I go to Publix to pick up the sandwich. Ooh. Sandwich isn't there. Hmm. I'm like, what? I'm, I've given you like. First of all, I did an online order. Like, they put they have a ridiculous window. You have to. It's like you can pick up your sandwich in 25 minutes. I'm like, 25 minutes, really? It's a sandwich. It's not that hard. <laughs> like, all right, fine. But I get there, no sandwich. So I wait, and I wait. I have to wait like 10 minutes, and then I go over there and I'm like, hey, I had an online order, and they're like, oh yeah, 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 we just got it. Uh, we're finishing it now. What did First, you, what, you didn't just what did you order? You didn't Yeah, I need to it, I need to know. It was uh, it was a uh, turkey and okay. spinach. Okay. Um some onion, uh Swiss cheese, uh pickle, little black pepper. If you can't make mm. this in 10 minutes, I no. unless you're I, really backlogged on online orders, 
I don't understand yeah. what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And I like I, I was like, alright, I'm fine. I'll wait for this. So they give me my sandwich and they've toasted my sandwich. And I'm like, I didn't I no, this wasn't supposed to be toasted. I specifically said, don't toast. There's a thing. It says, would you like your sandwich uh, toasted? I clicked no. <laughs> because the whole thing for me is like, I want to have half a sandwich for dinner tonight. And then I have half a sandwich I can take to work tomorrow. I will have lunch. Perfect. You don't want to take like a, a sandwich that was toasted from the day before. That's not going to work. Hmm. So what did so, you will tell what happened next? So, uh, so far, this is just somebody's fucked up a sandwich order and taken way too long. Fine. <laughs> We're on Earth. Then this woman, then this woman says, "Oh, well, all of our sandwiches are toasted." <laughs> and I was no. like, "No, no, they're not. That's why there's an option to if you want it toasted or not online." And she's like, "No, no, no all of our all our sandwiches are required to be toasted." Oh, this woman took a tap dancing mm. class. <laughs> she failed. <laughs> you got an F in tap. And I was like, "I've ordered sandwiches here for quite a while. No, they aren't." Also, that's stupid. And she's like, well, I mean, if you don't want it, I, I, we can remake it, but I'm really supposed to toast it, but I can make an exception. What are you <laughs> saying? I can go against is, this ironclad policy. <laughs> oh, I, you know, for this one rare occasion, I, I will, I, I'll, I'll break the rules. I will break all the rules and not toast a sandwich. I like to think that the chef from The Little Mermaid who tried to kill Sebastian is in the back, and she goes back there to tell him that it's not going to be toasted, <laughs> and he goes, Sacre bleu! What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I can't be the only person that's wanted a turkey sandwich <laughs> with spinach and cheese You're the only not person. Toasted. You're the only one. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That Publix has been open, well, wait a minute. Then you t- you exit the Publix, you turn around, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it went up in a fire. Huh. I, like, it was, and I was like, no, just, no, I'm not, I don't want you to remake the sandwich because you're lying. Uh, so I was like, you keep this, I'm not paying for it, uh, goodbye. And I left, and I went to the other Publix down the street, huh? and I was like, hey, can you make this sandwich? <laughs> Thank you. I will now purchase this sandwich. That took like five minutes. What a useless lie. What a they... radically useless lie. Yeah. It's I just the I why? Listen, you you fucked up a sandwich. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all. Like, it's a bigger deal that like I put in an online order and it was like cr- it took crazy long to get it. Um, you're really wasting my time, which pisses me off. Mm. But you know, whatever. Can I tell a story about when I lied about a sandwich? <laughs> Oh. Do it. I felt genuinely awful and thought I would not be able to go back to this establishment. Uh, the name of the establishment is, uh, I like to call it JJ's because it's fun, but it's Jimmy John's. Uh, <laughs> I, call it, I call it JJ's. And I always order the same thing, which is the Totally Tuna. It's the number three, and I order it without cucumber. And I got to the... I ordered and I went all the way up to the front to get my sandwich and they try to hand me like a number four, which is a like a, well, I think that is the, the turkey thing that they make. And I was like, oh no, that's, that's not what I ordered. Like genuinely, my reaction was like, oh no, I, in my mind, I was like, I ordered the tuna. And they turn on this woman who made that sandwich. Whoa. It's a very, this is in my building, so it's a super small crew, like three people work here. And they turned her and she was new and they were like, 
whatever her name was, let's say her is, uh, let's say her, Monica, a little bit of Monica in my life. And <laughs> they turned to her and they're like, Monica, honestly, you cannot keep doing this. You need to get it together. And she was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, this guy ordered a number three, no cucumber with tuna. And she was like, oh, I, but it says, and they were like, we don't want to hear it. Just make the sandwich he ordered. <laughs> and so she made this sandwich for me and I was like, thank you. And then they were like, whoop. And they were just left with this turkey. And then I walked out thinking, I just fucking put a dent in her day. And I, in my mind, I was like, I can't go back there. <laughs> they're they're going to figure out that I fucked up. And then the next time I go in, they're going to be like, oh, hello, liar. <laughs> you fuck up. You thought you ordered the tuna. You got the turkey. You didn't fess up. <laughs> you put a dent in Monica's day. <laughs> I went back. <laughs> oh, that is oh, poor back. Monica. So sometimes it's hard to get out of a lie. But... <laughs> Uh, that woman that you described, Brad, I don't know what she was trying to do. Yeah, that's dedication <laughs> to a weird level. It's not like we don't all know that you have to toast. That sandwich isn't, you, sandwiches aren't toasted automatically. No. Yeah, that's, that's the craziest that's thing. I mean, that revolutionized the, the, I mean, that revolutionized sandwiches, right? When we realized, oh, fuck, we can toast well, bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> revolutionized bread. Holy shit. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can but toast But some this? people... Now, Brad, in your mind, like, the idea of a leftover toasted sandwich, what's unappealing about that? Well, it's just the consistency of the bread is not great, because first it's been toasted, so now it's, you know, a crusty toasted sandwich, but it's it's been, like, sitting in a refrigerator, so it's just, it's not right anymore. Yeah, it's gonna be cold. That's That's fair. A toasted piece of bread that's cold. Yeah, that doesn't appeal to me. And it's gonna get all crumbly. Yeah. Kind of chip off. It's gonna be a weird mixture of crumbly and, like... Like wet, like no. Yeah, slightly moist, damp. It's weird. I'm glad that you didn't pay for it. I was afraid that you were gonna like yeah. just sort of yeah. give up and pay for Never. it. Never. <laughs> Wait a minute, but you did pay for the second sandwich, right? Yeah, but they made the that in public. So you didn't pay for the first. No, the, Good the job. problem. The, the problem with that is though that then I had because then it was getting close to like closing time and. I needed to get back so I could watch this stupid TV show. Um, so I, I had to order in person. Like, I hate Ooh. I hate having to order something to, with humans. Like, if I can do it online, just let me do that. What? Which of, which of the Publix, stupid TV shows that you watch? It, <laughs> you watch a lot of really bad TV uh, shows. Well, the Twin Peaks. Oh, Twin there Peaks. you go. That's it. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Whatever, homo. I'm just, I, got, I got really burned a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not over it yet. Oh... <laughs> uh, when he called you a homo, <laughs> that was weird. That was, that was weird. Brad, the, the recording that we lost, we talked a lot about the Twin Peaks guy. And yeah, the, I know. We were having a really good discussion of like how people choose to like, like their process of interpreting art is the only way of interpreting art. And if you don't adhere to that, it's not even what your reaction is. It's how are you processing the art to begin with? That's wrong. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have a context for the artist. I I just, I'm looking at the painting and I don't like it. Yeah, but you don't know about his life. I don't need to know about his life. I don't want that in my house. Fucking homo. Fucking (laughs) queer. Fruit bat. (laughs) Also, I know way too much about David Lynch and his career and his influences, and I I still don't like those. Do you know about his Woody Woodpecker dolls? No. You don't know about that? Uh Uh-oh. 
he found uh, a roadside attraction that had Woody Woodpeckers up on like nails, like dolls. And he bought five of them and proceeded to name all of them. And then he thought of them as his, as his children. But then Whoa. according to an interview quote, something changed and their personalities became a bit darker and he had to get rid of them. Sounds about Sounds right. right. Sounds about yep. right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. No. Mr. Lynch, what are you up to? <laughs> Mr. Lynch. What's Christmas, what's Christmas like at the David Lynch house? He steals it. How the Lynch stole Christmas. <laughs> like, I, Is he married? kids have got to be fucked up. Does he have kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah he's got a few. I don't know about that. Yeah, Just that's... Tim Burton kids out of like a doodle book. <laughs> one of them has an <laughs> onion for a head. One of them has flippers for feet. <laughs> I assume <laughs> they're bad sketches. <laughs> oh, Tim Burton sketches. <laughs> Brad, uh, the I, I sent an email to you guys with some additional monsters. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys, uh, Alex, you too. Hooray! You can. You can <laughs> Hooray! I say. Um, so yeah, I recently encountered uh, a monster while on the train, which is where oftentimes you encounter monsters. And uh, so this monster is known to me as Lady Scream. I think I was going to call her The Scream at first, but I wanted to give her a more, more creative name, Lady Scream. Also, you don't want her to be confused with the painting. No, no. Great, no, no, no. yeah. Which I would not hang in my home. It's because I'm a fag. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I think we all know that's true. And uh, so Lady Scream... Uh, I, I submitted a voicemail, but we I also talked about Family Circus the first or second time you guys were going to talk about it. So that is not going to be played here. Uh, so I was on the train, and um, <laughs> I was going home. And the doors open up, and this woman unleashes a horrific nightmare scream. Like, I don't really know how... I can't reproduce it, because it's something you'd hear in like a horror movie, and it's not something you'd ever expect to hear in real life. Like, oh my god, someone just got shot in the head or my baby was just taken from me, or someone just got pushed into the, onto the tracks. It was just the most frightening sound I'd ever heard in my life. And everybody on the train stopped dead. We, everyone was instantly scared. And there was this sort of impetus to like help, because none of us knew what had happened, but I think there was this collective social thing of like, whatever it is, we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's been murdered, we'll solve the mystery. <laughs> We're in this together, everyone, this we'll, platform. We'll, we'll catch that baby napper or something. I don't know what we thought. Oh, goodness. Um, and then there was this collective understanding that, like, whatever it was, was fake. Like, everyone just sort of had this reaction of, like, oh, oh. And I don't know what was going on, because I, I was further from the doors. But then these two teenage girls came on laughing, and I thought to myself... I don't know why I'm just sort of assuming that it's these two, but I think these two teenage girls were just fucking with everybody. Because I think they were also doing a thing of like, we gotta get out, we gotta get out of the train, just kidding. I think they were playing that game too. And I was like, oh, so you're just fucking deviants. Yeah. And like, I just wanna be like, that's not what you do. And also if you can- Fucking rabble rousers. Fucking rabble rousers. Brambles. And- If you can, like, make that scream come out of your fucking head, that's crazy. Like, how do you know how to do that and have it be a joke? 
I how do you practice that? that? Like, where's a good place to practice screaming where not Slasher everyone... Slasher movie sets? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's the only place I can fucking think. Yeah, where can you go? Like, I go to my, my, go to my little studio uh-huh. and I record my crazy screams. Yeah, in my soundproof room uh-huh. so that no one else gets confused and has to team up together on a platform to kind of, like, assess the situation. But then my director told me, you got to take it out into the real world and see how people react. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Listen, I believe your screams in the studio, but do I believe your screams in life? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, you can do the mouse trap on stage eight nights a week, <laughs> but can you do that scream on a train platform with your friend? <laughs> Yikes. So that's Lady Scream, uh, and then I got two. Th- uh, just oh. can I just can I jump in for a second here yes. because you um, reminded me. I saw a trailer. Um, I went to see. Uh, uh, a war for the uh, Planet of the Apes over the weekend, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Awesome. But I saw a trailer for a movie that I... its the I think it's the first time in a long time I've seen a trailer that was like, I need to see this fucking movie. Huh. And this is the Halle Berry film. Oh, no. Kidnap. kidnap. Yeah. Kidnap. Yeah. That movie trailer it's, is goofy. <laughs> it's, it's basically... um. I like to think of it as the lifetime uh, film version of Taken. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Except she's been... just a very normal person. She has no military yeah. training like Liam Neeson's character. But she's gonna, her kid gets snatched up in a park, mm-hmm. and she fucking takes off after. And it is an intense trailer, and it looks... I really fucking want to see this movie. Yeah, you know the scene that works really well in that trailer? And she... Halle Berry deserves better than this goofy movie, but she's really giving it... Does she, though? No. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Stop right I there. really like Halle Berry. I like her. In what? In what? Good question. <laughs> I think I like... people say Halle Berry's a great actress. I'm not buying I it. I wouldn't... Hold on. I wouldn't say she's, like, great or top tier, but I think she is a good actor. I think she is good. I don't think she's a bad actor. And I don't think that she necessarily deserves to continue making like these sort of goofy B-movie things. I wish, I don't know. I've never seen Monsters Ball, so I don't know what her performance is like in that, which is the one that won her the Oscar. Right. What has she been good at? I don't know. <laughs> Brad, exactly. you're really taking exactly. it to me. Everyone I ask says the same thing. <laughs> I think people like her, and they misconstrue sure. that for a lot of talent. <laughs> yeah. Alex, do you like Halle Berry? Um, I think she's all right. Right now, I'm watching her in this trailer because I've never, se- I never heard of this movie, never seen Can't it, and I had it now. on silent. And I was just gonna have it just like see some of the visuals, but it is truly engrossing. I, um, yeah. she, I like this. Scene. Take a moment, Alex. Go ahead and watch if you like. I mean, Go ahead and watch it. It isn't. She's on the. I mean, you say that you're not buying whether she's a good actress or not. Tell me she's not a committed actress, Brad, when she's grabbing onto the side of that car as it moves. Was that a stunt double or was it her? And if it's if it's not her, then you're right. Maybe she's not a good actress. I don't don't believe she's unable of grabbing things. I think she can probably (laughs) grab things. But I mean I just questioned her acting skills because this is the first thing I've ever wanted to see that was a Halle Berry vehicle. Well, the scene that I was going to mention from the trailer that I think really works uh, in what is otherwise like a very goofy. I love that this is the movie Brad has to see. I do. Normally, like, I this normally you're like, movies, who needs them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is me. Yeah. But, okay, so there's the moment where she goes to the police station right after the kidnapping, and the policewoman tells her, you're just going to have to wait. And she looks at the billboard of all of the missing kids, and she goes, these people waited. 
And I'm like, God damn, you're right, Hallie. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, in that moment, she's like, nuh-uh, fuck that. My kid's gonna get fucking killed. Yeah, well, also, if you don't, if they don't find in the first 48 hours, that kid's not gonna be found. Bye-bye. Like, we all know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I mean, it's up to her. Oh, she's, I, I like her in that trailer. I, I just don't, I get bummed out. A lot of talent, little bit of talent, no talent. It always kind of, I get empathetic for the person when they win an Oscar and then they wind up making movies like Catwoman and Kidnap. <laughs> I feel bad for her. She's bad as Storm. She's not good I, as that character. Yeah. I feel like Kidnap, I, I don't know. I, I think this looks like a good movie along the lines, you know, Taken's a good movie. Like, it's not, it's not an art house film um, that you need to... Um, Is it a popcorn turn off your list. brain movie? It's, it's a, it looks like a good movie. I don't, you know, great. I'm down. Early press, early press reviews from Brad. Looks great. Yeah. I'm super down. Um, so these two work, theoretical work monsters. Um, one of them is named Mr. Nice Guy. One of them is named Mr. Change It Up. Who do you want to hear first? (laughs) (laughs) Change It Up uh, sounds like something you'd want to have like sandwiched in the between two monsters. Yeah. Let's change it up. Uh, Mr. Change, he, as at my theoretical job, this is all comedy, so it's all fake. And he sits to my left, and he's the worst because, oh boy, he's, he seems like a fine person in general. But when you get him on the phone, our whole job is we got to talk to people. We got to try to, like, get them to talk about projects, their architectural processes, and their, just where these projects are. He's so condescending. And when I say condescending, he talks to men very differently than he talks to women. And I really kind of, they changed our desks for no reason because of the culture, because of the community of the office. They were like, let's change it up for no reason. You can't just be stuck in one place all the time. Why not? I've been stuck in. (laughs) Don't tell me I can't be stuck in one place. Because we're all am, here. Am I still stuck at the same uh, rate of pay? Because mm. uh, why don't we change that up? Mm. Stop giving me $5 gift cards and stop changing my desk. <laughs> I liked where I was sitting because we were all on our teams and I could talk to my managers very easily. But now we're all fucking scattered to the fucking nine winds. And I got to sit <laughs> in front of Mr. Change, to the left, to the right of Mr. Change It Up, I should say. And in front of Mr. Nice Guy. I can't deal with it. <laughs> because Mr. Change It Up is a fucking idiot. So, Alex, let's pretend I'm calling you, and okay. you're an architect. Okay. What? Uh, so what do you want to be designing? What's your project that I'm calling you about? Um, let's say I'm designing a new gas station, but like oh, a, new... a nice gas station. That's very realistic. Lots of gas stations being developed across the country. Very good. Nailed it. So I'm going to call... What's your name? What's your character's name? Um, uh, Arthur. Arthur. Okay, so you're a man. Okay, so I'm going to talk yes. to Arthur. He's a man, and I'm Mr. Change It Up. So uh, let's let's do some... Okay, so ring, 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 ring. I don't recognize this number. I don't know if I want to answer. I mean, I'll, you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. Uh, hello. Yes, hi. Is this Arthur? Uh, this is Arthur. Who is oh. this? Fantastic, my man. Fantastic. My name is Aaron, and I just... Could I... Do, do you have a moment, my man? Do you have a moment, uh, my man, to talk about a couple of projects that you're working Aaron, on? I really appreciate it, yeah, and 
I I admire your your uh, your persistence, but you know what? Totally I, cool. I just can't be bothered right now, man. So oh, uh, I totally get thanks, it, my man. But, all right, cool, dude. Uh, yeah, you have a cool. good day and all right. take care. All right, have a great Bye. day, my man. Bye and goodbye. <laughs> and click and block. <laughs> and fuck, a lot of my mans. Brad, I shouldn't have answered. My man. A lot of my mans. A lot of you rock, my dude. A lot of um, awesome, totally awesome. Um, and Brad, so let's say you're playing a woman. Okay. Uh, what's your What's your character's name? Um, Charlotte Doolsbury. Ooh. Okay. And what's your project that you're working? I couldn't even get to Alex to talk uh, about the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm building a. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a factory that makes pogo sticks for armadillos. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm intrigued. Perfectly reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. Um, so, I'm sorry, your name is Charlotte Doolsbury? That's correct. Okay, okay, can I, great. Can I do the phone sound effects? Yes, can you I do may. the Foley audience? Okay. Are you, are you, is everyone ready? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I said a woman, not an effete stage manager on Broadway. <laughs> I, I, have, I, haven't even, I haven't even answered the phone yet. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this. Uh, hello? Yes, hi. Doolsbury uh, here. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Is, is this Charlotte Doolsbury? Yes, it is. This is Charlotte Doolsbury. Oh, well, hello, ma'am. My name is Aaron, and I just had a few questions for you, if that's okay, about one of your projects that you're developing. Oh, which, which project is this? That would be the Pogo Stick Factory for the Armadillos. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Uh, is that project is that on hold right now? Well, um, not not really. No. Why? Why do you ask? Oh, I, well, I work for a company that researches architecture uh, design projects, and we were just wondering when construction might start for that. Well, um, I don't know why we're speaking so slowly. Oh, I apologize. I apologize, uh, Charlotte. My, I'm so sorry. Mm. So, well. <laughs> when would you say that would begin construction? Hanging up. <laughs> well, if you had given me the information that I wanted, this is exactly what that guy would have said. Well, that just answers my question to a T. Or, well, that just answers my question in spades. Don't say spades. Ugh. Don't say spades. Yeah, that's... You don't, don't say that. Don't fucking say spades. We don't say that. No one fucking says that. Just because it's a woman doesn't mean she's a fucking widow from a Looney Tune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My character was a widow from a Looney Tune. Oh, oh, I, I could fair. pick up on that, Brad. The subtlety I could pick but up But she still doesn't like being treated like that way. <laughs> So that, I mean, Jonathan, I, I'm really not exaggerating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, these you can't use yeah. old timey speak on this stuff. That's weird. Um, no. Quick question though: How yeah. does your company make money again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just curious because there's a lot of questions that come up. So you're calling architects. We talked about yeah. it a little bit before, but I'm not a. You call <laughs> architects. You ask them when their projects are starting or stopping, and I can't remember. I'm going to tell what you exactly. I'm going to tell you exactly what I tell people who ask me that exact question. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, "So, what's with this whole thing?" <laughs> do you want to do it as a uh, do you want to do it as like another call? No. <laughs> this time really, we get to see, now I'm we get it as Jonathan. Ring 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 ring. ring. 
<laughs> no, I. Uh, hello. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Am I on the phone? Yes. Yes. Who is? Who is this? Uh, hi, is this Arthur? <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, is this a three-way call? How did this other person get on the line? Is that? I'm calling for Jonathan Pernice. Oh, yeah, you're calling I... me? Yes. Oh, hi. Yes, this is Jonathan. How may I help yeah. you? I'm trying to figure out how the fuck your company works. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, Arthur. Are you I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry I broke the script. It was a three-way. It was a. It was a three-way call. Arthur, get off the did phone. I, did I dial this? Sorry, or did, I was just curious. I was having my Is friend to call you, Jonathan. Uh, Your friend? Yeah, I was having my friend Brad call back the company so we could try to oh. understand what's going on, and I was just supposed oh, to God, listen. Oh God, this is a lion. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. Damn it! But Jesus yes, Christ. hello. I talked to a man earlier. I can't remember his name. It's Jonathan. No, no. Well. Okay, another man called me. His name wasn't Jonathan, but that's fine. Jonathan, though, if you can help us out, how did? What's up? How does your company work? What's going on? So you you guys really want to hear me explain what the company does? As an architect who's about to start a gas station project, <laughs> please tell me what you well, have to tell me. God, if I I do have to learn about more about this Shell project number five one six nine in Dubuque, Dubuque. <laughs> I have to learn more about Shell Station five one five nine. Uh, so my company is an online trade publication, so we research and report on ongoing construction projects. And our subscriber base is made up of general contractors, subcontractors, and building suppliers. So they use our project profiles to sort of network with people who are on project teams and potentially become a part of those teams. Uh, let's say like you're a cabinet maker or you're in plumbing, you want to be a part of one of those project teams. So you use our service to sort of get better uh, contacts, uh, get a better idea of what construction projects are developing local to your area. And also just get an idea of like economically what is going on in your area. Like how much money is being pumped into big projects, small projects. It basically just helps you get a better understanding of what the fuck is going on. Because I think honestly, as like a subcontractor or like a minor member of the construction industry, it's very hard to figure out who you need to be talking to to get work and get paid. So basically they use our subscription service to uh, just find out what the hell is going on. Hmm. Makes much more sense than fucking timeshare. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's something that people, a lot of people would listen to me say that and go, well, okay, uh, some people immediately get that and they're like, oh, perfect. I completely understand because there are actually a lot of companies that do this. They're like, oh, you remind me of this company. So, and then they'll proceed to talk to me. But then what a lot of people do is they hear all of that and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why would I tell you about my multi-million dollar super private project that is only being developed by me and like four other white guys? Like that, we don't want anybody calling us. We have all of our people. We don't need you at all. So why would I just tell you who my contractor is so people can start calling, you know, Mark and piss him off and then he's going to get mad at me? Which is a fair question. <laughs> Very, I mean, yeah. But at that point, you're just like, hey, this isn't for me. Thanks anyway, though, Jonathan. I'll later. Hey, have a good yeah. day, man. The best thing that I could ever say to them is these people might be able to offer you better pricing. So, like, yeah, you say you don't want inquiries, but some of these people local to your area could maybe do a better job at a cheaper price. If you can talk to them in terms of money, sometimes they come around. That's all they care about, money. That's all I oh, care of about. Course. Um, How yeah. often do people play games? I mean, because I guess it, it is a good service to have. Most people or, just most people just tell me what I want to know, and there's no argument because they just want to get me off the phone. And I, I try to be very expedient. I try to talk to everybody the exact same way. 
I don't, I don't approach men or I, I think I can honestly say that about myself. I don't approach men and women differently, but this guy does. And I listen to him and I can hear him getting defensive because the other person is clearly not buying it. Right. And I just want to be like, hey, how many updates did you get today? It's probably because you're talking to that woman like she's holding a fucking pearl necklace in one hand and a vacuum in the other. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you talking to these people like this? Nobody wants to be your chummy surfboard dude frat bro. And nobody wants to be like like your date to the fucking cotillion. <laughs> Enough. Like, just ask the questions. <laughs> that answers my question to a T. Stop Ooh. it. But anyway, I'm sorry, like, I didn't... So that's the whole spiel about... Uh, just to quickly give you Mr. Change It Up. Mr. Uh, no, that's Mr. Change It Up. Sorry, Mr. Yeah, nice yeah. Guy. Mr. Nice Guy is the guy who sits in front of me. I, I respect my... I appreciate my job. I respect my managers. And I, 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 I appreciate the paycheck I get from this job. But some of these people just drive me fucking bonkers. Mr. Nice Guy, I'll never be able to tell him he's a monster. Because he's too nice. He is... There's something wrong with him. He might be autistic or a sociopath, but he's too damn nice. Brad, do you remember the guy that you throttled while we were in college because he was too nice? <laughs> and he was too uh, dumb. He was too dumb and nice yeah. to know that what yeah. he was doing I love, was bad. I love him dearly, but oy. This is Who's a guy. This? Mm, Bobby. Bobby. Do you remember Bobby? I don't, know you, I don't remember you. You throttled Bobby. I, Bobby just wouldn't stop touching he, me. Like, he, he would not he stop. He touched you? Yeah. He, like, repeatedly, repeatedly. It was so fucking weird. And he didn't understand that Brad was clearly going to freak out. And he thought he was just doing, like, like a tease. Like, I'm just teasing. Yeah. And, yeah, Brad got, like, very upset. And this, some guys can't figure it out. They can't figure out that when it's either physical or, or just chatting it up. Some people don't want to chat it up right now. Nice guys. Mm-hmm. And you need you need to understand that we're at work, and there are there may be moments where you can have a little bit of a chit chat, but you just you need to be working. And I, I I would not be a great manager because I think my main feedback would be you need to fucking stop talking to people and just get to work. <laughs> I say that as someone who checks Facebook and Twitter about I'd say fourteen hundred times a day. So <laughs> um, I could I could be a harsh manager to myself. Uh, Mister Nice Guy just. Um, he he chats people up too much and he sort of got this glassy-eyed, creepy stare to where you don't really understand if what you're saying to him is even being absorbed. It's almost like he's robotic and he just needs to engage with you. I'm just glad I'm not sitting next to him because the guy who sits next to him is a poor, sad sack who needs... He's trapped. He's a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> At least with me, there's two computers and like a little partition so he can sort of peek over and be like, hey, John, what's up? Good weekend, man. Hey, what's up? Ugh. Hey. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? See Game of Thrones? Everybody talking about Game of Thrones. Everybody talking about it. Everybody not working. Everybody talking about Game of Thrones, <laughs> which is a show I've never seen. Can't talk about it. Don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, he knows the maintenance staff on a first name basis. No. Wow. Every single morning I walk in at uh, about 7.20 in the morning because I start work at 7.30. He's already there. He's at the, he's on the ground floor talking to the information desk women. Every single... Having a full-blown conversation with them. Ugh. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but at a, I was trying to communicate this to Chris. At a certain point, it comes off as... It's almost like you're collecting people or like yeah, collecting... Um, 
support and just gen- like I think there's something wrong with this guy. Like maybe he's depressed, maybe he's a sociopath <laughs> or autistic. <laughs> just I I don't know what's going on, but he's unnerving. I almost feel bad calling him a monster. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Too much of that can become in disingenuous. I don't, yeah, I don't trust anybody that's way too comfortable in the workplace. It's disingenuous. He also, um, every time he hangs up the phone, he'll slam the phone down, even though hmm. the conversation he's just had is never heated or tense. Oh, okay. Oh, no. That's a, that's a oh, red oh, flag. And, All right, Norman Bates. Yeah, well, finally, uh, Moonlight, who also hypothetically works with me, she was chatting up one of her friends way too much because she talks way too much. And she turns to him and she goes, are you okay? <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, what do you mean? And she's like, oh. you just like slammed that phone down. I just assumed that guy didn't want to talk to you or like, like was rude to you or something. And he's like, no. Like had no idea what the hell she, he has no idea how hard he puts that phone down. He has no clue. He I mutters he to himself. Know. Maybe he does. He mutters to himself between phone calls, but like fun, happy, nice mumbling, like doop 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 Just gotta get the to kill the next Just gotta get this project. That's a ticking time bomb. Singing songs and then turning to the person going, you know that song? Are you okay, man? I almost feel bad calling him a monster because I almost think he's also an actor. Did I mention that? Oh. He's an actor, he's an actor, he's an actor, he's an actor. So that says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> Funny but voices, like, singing. <laughs> what's he? He wears mini masks. Yeah. <laughs> he wears what? He wears mini masks. Don't say mini masks, because it makes me think of not mini mouse, m- small masks is what I think of. Yes. No. <laughs> of all my victims. <laughs> I make a small mask of each. So that's, <laughs> that's Mr. Nice Guy. Uh... <laughs> He wants you to join. He wants you to be nice like him so bad. He just needs you to be like, you're good. You're funny. You're great. (laughs) And we all want that to a certain extent. We all want that support on some level. Even if it's a... Well, we like to be... We like on some level to be reaffirmed. I want to live in a world of dead gargoyle people. (laughs) Dead gargoyle people? (laughs) That's right, just dead gargoyles all over the place. Do you want to be the hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to live in a, in a happy world where I finally have enough time to read my book. Oh, no! <laughs> you can we, be in Twilight uh, Zone the play. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, you brought up Twilight Zone. Joey has gotten into old school Twilight Zone recently. <laughs> nice. Uh, he watched uh, the, uh, what is it, Horror at 20,000 Feet, where, oh. yeah, he watched that, like, the old William Shatner one and oh, was okay. terrified by it. Like he was covering his face and like looking through his fingers at certain points. I don't know if that was the best idea to let him watch that. <laughs> well, no, he loved it. Like, and he, oh, okay. he, he likes scary things. Like he's seen, trust me, like the five nights at Freddy's video game is far he more loves scary that. than, yeah. So when he watched it, it was just suspenseful and he loved it. And he's like, let's watch another one, but we've watched all of them. And he watched, and some of them are obviously it's twilight zone. So some of them are more thought provoking than, than scary mm-hmm. and some of them really get to him the one that you just talked about brad where uh, the guy finally has time and breaks his glasses oh. he yeah. was like at the end of that he like looked at me really thoughtfully and was like wow like that, that was his reaction he was nice. genuinely moved by it the other one ways to serve man is one that he uh was really uh into which one is and, that um aliens come to earth 
they're under the guise of they're going to help everyone out. Uh, people go out and visit the galaxy with these aliens, never come back because the galaxy is so great. Uh, turns out they're actually uh, farming humans as cattle, and Ways to Serve Man is not the title of uh, the book that's supposed to, you know, help you humanity out. It's how to actually cook Ooh. us and serve us as food. Mind blown. <laughs> Twilight There's <Zone>. also... <laughs> Another one, there's one where these astronauts land on a planet and they find like a mini civilization. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of it, yeah. other giants land. He thought that one was awesome, too. So, yeah, Joey's getting super into Twilight Zone. Nice. Has he seen the one where the doctors are operating on the woman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did he, he like that one? He kept asking me. He was getting a little anxious. He's like, what do they look like? Like, what's wrong? Like, what's like, he was getting, he was just getting really into it. And when they revealed it, um, he was kind of like confused but like like you would uh, like i guess you're supposed to be as an audience member like he was it moved him he was like wow hmm. he, he's getting into it so a stage play I don't, I don't know how they're gonna make a twilight zone stage play what the hell is that gonna be <laughs> yeah, I yeah i don't it's not gonna work whatever it is it's not gonna work if it's an original story, no one's going to like it. If they repackage the old stories, it won't make any sense, and it won't work no. on stage. It's a TV show. <laughs> uh, we try. I, I just think it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's, we try to repackage yeah. the Twilight Zone every, like, 10 to 20 years or so. Like, I feel like they rebooted that at least once in, like, the 90s, and it didn't work. The, uh, the 90s reboot of The Outer Limits, though, I think that was actually better than the original. Oh, definitely. But, but yeah. Is The Outer Limits well, an anthology show? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's, oh, oh, it's, it's yeah, worth... it's, it's more pure sci-fi than Twilight Zone's fantasy. So. Some of um, them were very much worth watching. Well, the Black Mirror yeah. is basically an evolution yeah. of the Twilight Zone, and that's yeah. that's almost always on point. Um, Chris and I have been watching a bunch of movies from this book. He has called 501 Movies You Must See. It's like a mm. coffee table book. Um, Before you're allowed to review Twin Peaks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, how droll. Uh in that line, there's a 1945 movie called Dead of Night. Have you ever heard of that? No. Dead of Night is an anthology story, and it's very Twilight Zone-y, but it's 1945, so I think that's that's a good deal earlier than the Twilight Zone. Um, I think. And, like, this guy comes across a cottage house that turns out to be a boarding house, and he kind of stares out at the house, and he's like, oh, and he drives up. And they're like, oh, welcome. And he's like, oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just about to serve tea. And he's like, yes, of course you are. And that's when he realizes, oh, all of the people in this boarding house are in a dream I've been having every single night. And hmm. there's a psychologist there who's like, no, no, my dear boy. You, <laughs> you, your, your, your dream is not a reality. You're having some sort of uh, crisis or midlife situation. But all of the people in the house proceed to tell stories about how they've had crazy things happen to them. And it's, an, it's basically an anthology movie because they just keep cutting off to all the different stories and they come back to the framework before, you know, going off in another direction. Um, there's also a really goofy story that's just pure comedy where two guys are, are fighting over the same woman and she knows that they're doing this. And they make a bet and they say, okay, we'll play a round of golf. Whoever loses... Uh, vanishes and the other guy gets the girl and they're like oh, okay great and the guy who loses straight up just commits suicide right in front of his friend <laughs> walks right into a lake kills himself the friend is like cool <laughs> this is 1945 and he's like cool I get the girl 
But then the guy shows up as a ghost and he's like, I'm going to fucking haunt you for the rest of your fucking life. And he's like, no, no. And it's just very goofy. Like every time he tries to play golf, the golf club turns into a cartoon golf ball and then just proceeds to fly around his head. It's very silly. (laughs) But there's also a uh, a ventriloquist dummy story that's classic creepy ventriloquist dummy story, if you know what I'm fucking Mm. talking about. Yeah. There's a there's a Twilight Zone of that too that Joey yeah. was super invested in, but he was also into the Goosebumps, uh, slappy stuff. But what's Night this? Night of the Living Dummy. Oh yeah. Uh, it's classic. Just it's like that Anthony Hopkins movie Magic, where mm. it's just a guy who gets way too invested in his ventriloquist dummy, and you can't tell if it's really alive or not. And he just becomes deranged. The dummy takes over. He's in charge. And he starts threatening to go with this other ventriloquist. He's like, you're a piece of shit. You're bad. I'm going to go with this guy. And the guy just winds up killing his rival because he thinks he's trying to take the dummy from him. And long story short, there's a sequence at the end where all of the stories get mashed together in a dream sequence. And it's really spooky. And the dummy is a little person and it's walking around with like a wooden clay face. And no, thank you. (laughs) 1945, you are spooky. And it's a dead of night. That is terrifying. Brad, Alex, I have uh, some questions for you here from Dear Prudence. Alex, you recently uh, pulled a question from Dear Prudence. Um, and I was wondering if it might be one of the ones that I've picked out over the... I, I have so many at this point. I have a good, well, like seven. I think I've weeded out all the just okay ones. Um, but I'm going to start out with a simple one here. Um, so this is, this is the question for Dear Prudence. Uh, Two days ago, I was in a local coffee shop eating a bagel that had cream cheese on it. Everyone on on the same page? (laughs) Yeah. Cream cheese, bagel. Two days ago. Got a picture in my mind. Why is is she saying two days ago? (laughs) I'll tell you right now, that has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) Two days ago, based on what? I just got your letter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Two days ago, I was in a local coffee shop eating a bagel that had cream cheese on it. A, B, C. (laughs) Always B, cream cheese. As I was finishing and reading my book, a man approached me from the other side of the room with two napkins, motioning very largely for me to wipe my mouth, (laughs) which had a a tab, tad? Oh, Oh, sorry, which had a tad of cream cheese on it. To me, this comes across as rude because I already had a napkin visibly handy and, in a crowded shop, seemed unnecessary and embarrassing to point out. My family thinks this wasn't in the slightest bit rude, but helpful. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go first? So, she was alone, correct? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was about to say, why didn't the family say anything? (laughs) Um, I... uh, What a weird situation to write about. (laughs) Yeah, I... I think yeah. I think that first of all, this dude, fuck off, dude. Yeah, get like, away yeah, from this woman. Like, fuck off. He's probably trying like, to fuck it's her, not right? Your problem. He's probably trying to fuck yeah, her. That's, Obviously. Yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> so, Is there a doubt? She doesn't say old man, but in my mind, I'm like, how is it a young man? <laughs> There's no way it's not an old geezer. <laughs> Wipe your mouth. <laughs> you look like a slob. Okay, Grandpa, you're dying. <laughs> He was wearing a fedora, and he said, "Wipe my, you need to wipe your mouth, you stupid whore." And then he got on the internet. Jesus Christ! He dipped his hat, and he said, "Me whore." <laughs> was that rude? I can't believe she went to her family with that. That's a story you might tell a friend, not your uh, yeah. family. Yeah. Get a load of this, fam. 
Someone told me to wipe my mouth. And then at the end they go, Can you believe this they shit? go, Sarah, <laughs> we know you don't have any stories, but come on. They put my letter on the website. Mm, did they, though? <laughs> it was a slow day. It was a slow day, Sarah. Her name is Sarah. Um, so here's, uh, so I think we pretty much, do we have any additional thoughts on that question? <laughs> I, I, is it, okay, is it, is it more problematic um, that this weirdo, like, came up to annoy her about cream cheese on her face, or that she took time to write this letter? Hmm. Why did it bother her so much? It is strange. It is very strange. To have a stranger, I can't imagine it. Like, to be, to walk up to you and, like, making giant, not saying anything, but just Ugh. motioning to their face, like, uh, hello, dum-dum. And in the bringing, the bringing the napkins is the thing that bothers Yeah, here, you need napkins, don't you? No. <laughs> you can't take care of yourself. Like, you do this. You're a woman I want to fuck. <laughs> you know, I mean, if it didn't go past that interaction, it might have been, like, an old dude trying, in his mind, trying to help someone out. Like, hey, here's some napkins. You got something on your face, so you don't have to, like shamefully walk up to get a napkin though i no one thinks that no it's just weird all the way around and then to make a giant deal out of it's not like yeah. it's not like he said hey you, you're a slob here process, wipe your face and then said she's hey in the process of eating a bagel yeah like it's messy like if there was if she was no longer eating a bagel and she was in the world then okay sure i would be like I if think, you were eating soup and you got like a, a drop of soup on you and someone was like um hey messy <laughs> I'd be like, well, it is soup, to be fair. I'm so, trying my best. Not to belabor this, but let's... I have more questions. So, I've eaten bagels before with cream cheese on it. I don't <laughs> get... Have you? I, I don't get... I have as well, Alex. Well, I don't like bagels, so... is. But even though I say that, I have eaten them before. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> well, listen. What is listen. Alex, Alex is doing that thing where he's like, I've had many of this thing. Well, I've had two. Actually, I haven't had any, but I assume. I hate them, but I've had them. Uh, yeah, there, there's social things that work sometimes, and they have bagels, and you feel guilty if you don't take one. It's weird. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, I do don't. not take that bagel. You hate bagels, Alex. I do. I do. Very much I so. love bagels. I will not take a word of bagel, ever. <laughs> I. You know what? Some of us wish they could. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What matters is I've eaten a bagel before with cream cheese on it, and I've never gotten it on my face. So how much cream cheese was on this? Was this wasn't her first bite, so I'm assuming I'm just assuming that this guy didn't follow her over with the bagel, and this was his end. If if, if the theory of he wanted to fuck her was is still viable, so he's watching he her. He's yeah. definitely so watching he, her. Did he like walk by and see her like with his cream cheese on her face? Was this a prolonged thing? Because if she's had it on her face for more than a minute, and he comes over and does that, then it's like I don't know. There's some ambiguity there. Wow. But if if it was immediately after she sat down and tried to eat it then that's um, just him trying to get it in. If it's well, a lot later, I don't know what's going on. It's weird regardless. Leave this lady alone. I, Fuck off. But. One of my first dates in college was with a guy who ate a piece of pizza oh, in front of yeah. me, and then he proceeded to have a joker smile of grease from cheekbone to cheekbone and had napkins readily available. Never wiped his mouth. But that's, yeah. I Disgusting? guess that might be. I agree. There's some people that may just not be able to feel their face. I don't know. Feel their but. face. <laughs> <laughs> you would know you have stuff on your face to that level, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She probably did understand it and was like probably seconds away from taking care of it herself. There's no way yeah. that she, like, uh, uh, my only question is, what was the rest of the interaction? Because I assume she yeah. just sort of politely, like women have to do with men. I'm sure she was just like, mm, thank you. As opposed to like, fuck off, which a man could do. Like, a woman might do that, and she might get, like, a glass 
bottle shattered against her head because women are not allowed to do anything. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, he was just trying to help her out. I was just trying to help her out. She was being God. a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, God, if, it's gross. If you want to get depressed, follow the Tumblr. Um, I think it's called When Women Refuse or When I Said No. I think it's When Women Refuse. And it's just stories submitted about how women said no over the most innocuous things. And then it's either they got cursed out or someone tried to strangle them at a bar or someone threw a bottle at them. <laughs> Jeez. And most of the time it's like, here, let me call you a cab. No, I'm fine. You fucking cunt. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You clearly just want to fuck me. And, like, why is me saying this? Like, Dudes are the worst. Dudes are the worst, and he wanted to try and fuck her. 80 years old, 18 years old, I don't care. He thought yeah, he had yeah, an yeah. in. Uh, I'm going to go over, give her napkins, and tell her yeah, to wipe yeah, her yeah. face off. Her You're a messy girl. I think it's funny. You're a messy Hey, girl. slob, wipe your face. <laughs> fuck, I blew it, I blew it. I, damn it, I blew it. <laughs> God. It's so weird. I don't understand. But why did Dear Prudence humor this? No idea. No Other clue. than the fact that it's something that women have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. But they don't give us enough detail. Surely no. there was another letter that would have been better to use. Yeah. That letter's not worth it. It's not. Um, let's, yeah, let's go to the next. Uh, next question. Um, there are two dogs. And uh, you have to snatch one of them <laughs> and release one of them. That's right. It's round four of snatch and release. <gasps> Yay! No more Dear Prudence today. <laughs> Although I, I do have seven other questions from Dear Prudence. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to delve into them at a later date. Um, so, of course, uh, for the sake of expediency, we uh, it's, of course, your choice, Brad. And, Alex, you can play along as well this time. Uh, we don't necessarily have to explain how we would snatch these dogs, but it's always fun sometimes to wonder and ponder. Also, I don't like snatchatorium. That sounds like sanitarium. <laughs> It's natatorium. No, it's, it's a wonderful place for dogs. It sounds like a dungeon. It sounds like a prison for dogs. No, it's like a greenhouse. It's no. got a glass ceiling. There's all mm. these. It's like a giant park on the inside. Maybe There's a re- running river through the middle of it. Like it's small, but it's what you tell the outside world. <laughs> I, I listen. I'm never leaving this place. I'm never leaving my natatorium. Yeah. In my mind, I, I know it as the pup house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. The pup house. It's, it's nice. AKA the natatorium. Natatorium. <laughs> Yeah, come, pup puppies, come to the Snatchatorium. <laughs> the artful Dodger and Fagin run it. <laughs> uh, so we've got, uh, of course, as always, nine pairings here. Uh, the first pairing, from All Dogs Go to Heaven, Charlie and Itchy. Mm. Right. Just to let you know, Itchy is Don DeLuise. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Hmm. Oh. Charlie's Burt Reynolds. Okay, all right, all right. Burt Reynolds, wow. Did you know that? Okay, I didn't. I think I did see this movie when I was a kid, but I... I rewatched it recently. It is not something you need to watch. <laughs> it, okay. it is not good. Um, I mean, I'm, I gotta go itchy all the way. And why Why itchy? Because he's small? He's, yeah, he's smaller, <laughs> he's cuter. Um, if I, if, you know, you, you almost put me off with Dom DeLuise, but... A Burt Reynolds talking dog or a Dom DeLuise sounding dog? I don't know. At least Dom DeLuise likes to laugh. Well, and Burt Reynolds sings in that movie, so you don't want to hear Burt Reynolds sing all the time. No way. <laughs> Alex, would you would you choose Itchy as well, or would you go Charlie? Um, based solely on the artwork, uh, it's a close one. I 
They're both. I don't think filthy. They're both filthy. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And since Charlie is disgusting, I think Brad made the right choice with snatching Itchy, even though Itchy wears a hat, which I think is a little weird. But that kind of makes me think of um, the dog from Mr. Belvedere. Wouldn't he wear clothes every now and then? Oh yeah. Well, absolutely. a hat is not Mine clothing. Was... We've been over this. Right? <laughs> Well, hat is clothing. A hat is clothing. I, I disagree. Oh, yeah. Hair is the thing that's not. I'm sorry. Yeah, hair is not clothing. Hair is, no, hair is, is. not fashion. <laughs> yes, fashion is the word yeah. we were using. Hair is, hair is style. Hair is style, Hair is style. Um, so you're both going with itchy? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a good choice. So, okay, great. Itchy. Uh, the next pairing, uh, th- sometimes I theme them. There's a couple themes throughout this uh, round. Uh, these are big dogs. So in a previous, I, I know it's challenging because they're both big dogs. Uh, Brad, I know that you like little dogs, so I gotta, I gotta throw some curveballs at you. Uh, <laughs> and this is actually a bit of a, you spoil this while discussing dogs in round three, because one of them is Lockjaw from the Inhumans. That's the name of the okay. big dog from the Inhumans, Lockjaw. And the other is Barkley from Sesame Street. Hmm. Oh. I didn't remember Barkley until I came across him in my research. Oh, yeah. I remember Barkley. Barkley's one of the person um, in a suit puppets. Yeah. Um I gotta say, Barkley's a cute dog, but the thing Lockjaw he can transport you places. So that's yeah. a useful skill. <laughs> he can teleport. Also he has a te- he has like a tuning fork on his head. That's true. Which is kinda of fun. But he's very ugly. I I think I but, I think Lockjaw is adorable ugly. Like you don't like bulldogs. I like a nice little French bulldog. No way. <laughs> no way. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 you know, I think he's he's useful. Also, if I remember correctly, like in the comics, like Lockjaw was at one point a person before he turned into Lockjaw the dog. Interesting. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, but I think he no longer has like the full mental capacity of a person. He has basically the mentality of a dog now, which is just tragic. It, really it is, is quite tragic. Yeah. Uh, so you're going lockjaw, um, and really yeah. the the answers that I'm recording are Brad's, but Alex, you can play too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm here to support Brad in his decisions, oh. and I think this is the wait. What was the other dog? Barkley. Barkley from Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, like, it's a cute dog. I know, but it can't teleport. Like it's not going to yeah. be able to get me across this universe in any capacity, other than you know it just following me, which is fine. But I, you have tons of dogs that can do that. This dog is special. That's I think why I, we need him in the Snatchatorium, aka the what did you call it? The Pup the, Pound, the, Jonathan. The, the, no, the Pup House. That's the a pup horrible house. name. Oh, the Pup, pup house. house. That's a good name. <laughs> God, <laughs> that name that you didn't actually say. That's horrible. How dare you yeah, not the, say that? The Pup Pound is not a good name for the Snatchatorium. But what a the stupid pup thing you didn't okay. say. Jonathan, why would you not say that? <laughs> I probably would pick Barkley. I know Lockjaw's useful, and he would defend me more than Barkley could. Barkley's just like a nice kind of goofy dog, but I just want to cuddle with Barkley. I just think that'd be fun. Aww. Um, and I think I'd probably pick Itchy, too, because I don't want to fucking listen to fucking Burt Reynolds sing all day. Woof. Yeah. Um, but I could listen to Dom DeLuise laugh all day. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a goofy... I can't do a Don DeLuise yeah. right now. <laughs> no, no, no one can. Only Don DeLuise can. Uh, God, Don DeLuise, the the star of like every not great animated movie. <laughs> Just get Don DeLuise. He's in the. Uh, he is in that Precious Moments Christmas special that I just found recently. <laughs> oh, along with Don God, Knotts. We're watching next Don week. Knotts is in it too. So, so all right, guys, I th- put write it down. We're 
theoretically watching it next week unless something unless happens. Something happens. I'm pretty well, sure Don DeLuise plays a pig. So. Oh, okay. Next, next pairing. Uh, these these two dogs kind of have a similar sensibility in my mind. I don't I don't know if you'll agree. Oh boy, the first one is Dogbert from Dilbert. Ugh. The other one is Brian from Family Guy. Right. As much as it pained me to reference Family Guy on Ramjack, you guys like bashed The Simpsons last time. <laughs> I... I like The Simpsons, and I feel bad that now probably someone is listening and thinking I like Family Guy. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> no. Fuck family. Brian's guy. not a funny um, character, and neither is Dogbert. <laughs> well, the thing—the thing I got to come down to is Dogbert. That—that that fucking douchebag that uh, does Dilbert is like a crazy conservative lunatic. Yeah, Scott Adams. Yeah, Scott Adams. I and I—I I can't hang out with like a uh, fucking conservative douchebag dog. An, av- this, an like, avatar. Yeah, an avatar of a shitty conservative asshole. Yeah, like. Uh, like Brian the dog, I'm just gonna have to listen to some stupid songs, um, <laughs> and probably um, hear some jokes that are just completely ripped off from something else and masqueraded as originality. Like The Simpsons, so, <laughs> more than likely yeah. The Simpsons. Um, Alex, who are you uh, going with? Um, I would say Brian the dog as well, but I think I don't know. There's something about Dogbird. Dogbird's set in his ways. I think Brian could change over time. I think that's be- fair. Like I think, I think Brian could become a a, a, a se- as he seasons him, as a dog that grows up, uh, he could change. Dogbert, uh, no, no. What Fuck I don't, Dogbert. yeah. I mean, here's the thing: if you're drinking with these dogs, one of them is gonna say some crazy racist mm-hmm. shit. Well, Brian always has a martini, so he's always down to clown. Dogbert right. probably doesn't drink. He's probably like like some. Somehow that factors oh. into his crazy conservative like ideology, oh. um, and he doesn't think women should drink either. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially I'm not thinks that women shouldn't drink. I don't like Dogbert's spooky glasses. Yeah, <laughs> very I don't, true. I don't like it. It's I don't like how yeah. you can't see the whites of his eyes or his eyes. <laughs> don't like it. Um, so okay, great. Brian over Dogbert, fantastic. We got a couple here that I think will be more up your alley. Um, Dollar from Richie Rich and Woof from Where's Waldo. Oh, wow, okay. Are these getting more obscure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much time do you have to spend, put into finding dogs? A lot. I have rounds five and six already to go. Oh, wow. I'm loving these dogs. Where? I th- so Dollar is basically a Dalmatian that instead of spots has dollar signs. Yeah, because he's Richie Rich's dog and he probably got tattooed. <laughs> Whereas Woof is dressed like Waldo, has little glasses, little hat, and is the most adorable dog, hands down. <laughs> you gotta go picture, with Woof. Yeah, Woof all the way. In the picture I'm looking at, he has a like striped shirt. But it extends all the way down his extra long tail. And that's longer than yeah. a dog's tail should be, so you know that it's just longer because of the extra fabric, which is itself adorable. You can almost um, see um, in this one, like, the bump where his tail actually ends, and then there's is just dragging the ground. Also, I'm seeing an image where somebody has dressed their dog up as Wolf, Aww. and I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, I, I think this might be the cutest dog yeah. In this collection so far, and I know that he's won Brad's heart. I am down for Absolutely. this too. This dog is awesome. 
It's interesting that all of the second options are getting picked at this point. I wonder when mm. that will. I wonder when that streak will break. Um, also, just thought of another dog. <laughs> so round seven has been born. Nice. I don't nice. know who that flying fuck is going to be in the rest of that round. Because I'm telling you, by round six, which is the all Disney edition. Uh, spoiler alert. All Disney edition. So many Disney dogs. I can't. Don't say any of them. Don't say. Don't. Alex, right, don't you dare. Not say anything. Well, not say anything. I shouldn't have said really? anything. <laughs> Let me just throw this out. Will you ever, like, go into side tangents of dog-like creatures? Dog-like creatures? Like, uh, Will there be a version, uh, well, I guess he is, yeah, never mind. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't Don't want to put ideas in your head. Like werewolves? No, not werewolves. (laughs) Werewolves, Brad. (laughs) Don't, that's, huh. Uh, Alex is not allowed to. Uh, he, you'll get all of them in your email inbox. I like how okay. shocked Brad was that he didn't get this the the last round. He was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I just I love this game so much. It fills me with dogs joy. behind my back. That's why I surprised you, Brad. <laughs> um, so a couple more cartoons for you: um, Muttley from Wacky Races and Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, one a hero, one a villain. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like this is pretty straightforward, but I just gotta I gotta do my research here. You gotta get a visual. The yeah. one from Wacky Races had that laugh that sounded like he yeah. smoked a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got I got no use for much. You know what he's Hong doing? Kong he's doing a, he's doing a classic snicker. He's snickering. Yeah. He's yeah, he's snickering. He's snicker he's basically the duck hunt dog. Um, oh, good point. Good point. I like I got no use for that. Um, the, Hong Kong Fui, yeah, he's like great. Yeah, he's a martial art artist dog. I think know, him and uh, Scruff McGruff could actually do a lot of good. You, in the world. you keep saying Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two. Yes, it is not. Is his full name Scruff <laughs> McGruff, or are you just Chicago, making a mistake? Illinois. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Scruff McGruff, Brad, because that's what the song said. It said Scruff I, McGruff. I'm gonna look up. Yeah, Scruff oh, McGruff. When I type in Alex? Scruff, it immediately types in. It tells me Scruff McGruff, yeah. the crime. When dog. I type in Scruff, it brings up the gay uh, hookup app. <laughs> Interesting. Scruff. Where, where you where you send people? You send gay guys woofs, which is what you do. That's a real oh. thing. Woof. Woof. Hello there, woof. Oh. Woof. Awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> it's not. It's it's lame. Um. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Oh, there was a Hong Kong Fooey movie in development with Eddie Murphy playing Hong Kong Fooey. There's test Ooh. footage you can find online because Ooh. they never made the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah, no one wants to see a weird early 2000s CGI Hong Kong Fooey. No. Ooh. No. no, thank you. Uh, I've got two that, Brad, I don't think you'll be able to really relate to. Uh, because you're, you were never a cartoon guy, really. Like, you had some shows, right? But you were never a Nicktoons kid. No. no. That was after my Too time. old. Nicktoons. Um, so we got Spunky from Rocco's Modern Life. And Porkchop, who is from Ooh. Doug. I think he's going to go. I, mm-hmm. I can make a mm-hmm. prediction here, but I don't want to. I'm not going to sway anything. Audience at home, what do you think Brad will choose? Oh, wait, no, it's Porkchop is, is, is from what now? Doug. He's Doug. from Doug. He's, he's Doug's dog. Dogs. Um, <laughs> Alex made himself snicker. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I'm going to go Porkchop because Spunky looks like a crack. <laughs> yeah, he I is. don't know what Spunky is. And Spunky's not that smart. At least, I mean, 
uh, Porkchop seems to have, like, a beyond-a-dog understanding of the world. So, yeah, I think you'd be... Uh, yeah, he Pork, makes more sense for you. Porkchop is Snoopy. Like, he has a very yeah. Snoopy sensibility. He's very, like... He's basically a human in a dog form. Spunky is an idiot. <laughs> um, so you both go with Porkchop. Of course. Yes. Okay. Um, next pairing. We've got a couple of mascots here. Cereal mascots. Nice. We've got Chip the dog from Cookie Crisp. And then a dog I know nobody has never heard of because I had never heard of him before. It's the defunct Alphabet's mascot, Alfie the St. Bernard. <laughs> wow. You remember Alfie? Mm, right? <laughs> I remember Alfie the robot from Alphabet Cereal. Uh, nope, nope, nope. They just took that name, put it on a robot. Wow. It used to belong to a big old St. Bernard. Oh, ugh. He's a big dog. He's an ugly dog, yeah, too. he's not great. I just wanted like, Chip the dog in in the mix. Oh, I mean, I haven't even gotten to look at Chip yet. I'm just looking at this ugly fucking St. Bernard. St. Bernards are already ugly, but They're this is, like, extra ugly. Aww. Why would you make this the mascot of your cereal? For It's called yeah. Alphabets. Also, I think in a commercial he's wearing, like, a cowboy hat. I, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Ugh. No way. Fuck that shit. He looks like a fucking... Uh, um, looks like a Sasquatch. No. Um, yeah, Al- Alfie the... I mean, not Alfie. Uh, Chip, Chip the dog from Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Of course. He's a bandit. I he's mean, a bandit. Come on. Who, do, who doesn't love a scoundrel? He's got a gold. He's, he's probably got a heart of gold. Yeah. So that's the first time you picked the first option in the two pairings. All the others. We've broken the streak. We've broken the streak. Um, I, I just, I was praying. I was like, please let there be another dog cereal mascot. <laughs> <laughs> I was praying to God. <laughs> And uh, apparently Alphabets has had, from what I can tell here, about 6,000 mascots. Because yeah. there's also a box with a with a, a postman on it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just because it's post-serial. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like he's delivering the letters to bowls across the country. Yeah. Alphabets, brown sugar, frosted oat cereal. Doesn't sound great. <laughs> no, I don't think... Nope, never... I want to know the story behind Kellogg's OKs that had the uh, brawny <laughs> Scottish Highlander uh, holding a giant bowl flexing, only what? to be replaced later by uh, uh, Yogi the Bear doing the same thing, but not in not in like plaid. OKs cereal? How is that spelled? O K S. Oh, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's this guy? Bra- they- a brawny new cereal. Meet Big Otis. Oh, no. Big Otis. Daddy, please. <laughs> Daddy, my dad. Why is Yogi doing the exact same pose Yeah, that I don't get did? it. <laughs> I guess they replaced Otis with, with Yogi later to appeal to a broader, like, kid audience because I, kids eat cereal. Kids don't want to, like, get their cereal from, like, a Hulkamaniac <laughs> who's well, like, well, you'd think. Come on and get your okays until I got arrested. <laughs> it's brony. There's one image in Google that's just his full body. Um, there's a lot going on in this image. New in form, new in flavor, with good whole oat nourishment from nature's most gifted grain. 
Okay. But oh, okay, so what does it say about Big Otis? In days of yore, Scottish Highlanders like Big Otis here had a secret weapon, an oat cereal that gave them the energy they needed to fight their battles. What? <laughs> You're singing Woke Us Up? <laughs> Big Otis is a giant. He's a giant, man. On one of them, it shows these tiny little children, like, running under his feet. They look excited, but they might also be scared. <laughs> they might be fleeing the from Two children lives. running under his kilt, by the yeah, way. That's yeah, not I a, didn't mention that part. That dick, is, that dick is dripping. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's a dripping dick. <laughs> Meet Big Otis. <laughs> Meet his... <laughs> Meet his only slightly little brother. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, there's. Re- I'm looking at boxes for cereals that look disgusting. Rainbow Bright cereal, no thank you. Bill and Ted's oh. excellent cereal, it looks like Cheetos, no thank you. Ah! Oh. Uh, Bill and Ted's excellent cereal, you can get right the fuck out of my house, so I'll tell you that right now. I just Cracker want to. Jack cereal? Is this thing? Oh yeah, Cracker Jack cereal? That actually, I, I might want to try a bowl of that. I just found a cereal called Baron Von Redberry. <laughs> Berry flavored oat cereal with sweet berry starbits. So it's Frankenberry, but it, mm. his name is Baron von Redberry. He kind of looks like a Nazi. <laughs> oh, good. The Jackson 5, uh, They uh, at one point they sponsored Alphabets, and you could get a free record through Alphabet cereal. Good. Ooh, a little vinyl. Oh, that Baron von Redberry does look like, uh, he looks he like looks a World like a War I German Fungus. pilot. Take out the fucking yeah. Iron Eagle and just slap on a couple of red berries, and you've got Baron von Redberry. Look, guys, there's a we've poster got kit inside about. you could color. I, I'm just, it's it's an interesting packaging. A poster kit, you say? Yeah, uh, you could you, color your own. Go ahead. You've I'm talked sorry. about you've talked about the cereal grins and smiles and giggles and laughs, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the mascot for that is like a grumpy cereal machine that's being operated by a couple of humans. And I, th- I think I've seen a commercial for this from the 70s where the machine is not happy to be making this cereal because it makes him laugh. And he's a grumpy robot machine. Hmm. The cereal is called Grins and Smiles and Giggles and Laughs. Nope. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm just saying. Nope, nope, nope. What about breakfast bears? Would you like Teddy Graham's breakfast bear cereal? Comes with oh, a Teddy free... Uh, Alex, you better not tell Joey about this because the box says free Freddy mask. Oh. <laughs> It's a bear named Freddy. I don't oh, like this. I don't yeah. like this at all. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll keep the secret. Shh. Shh. <laughs> don't tell Joey, he's obsessed with death. <laughs> um, we've got two more pairings here. Augie Doggy and Doggy Daddy. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> These are ninth-tier Hanna-Barbera characters. <laughs> but Augie Doggy is the son of Doggy Daddy. Oh, yeah, Okay. Oh. Okay. I well, I mean, come on. Um, you got Augie Doggy is is the smaller, cuter dog. So you would take a son from his father? Yeah, any day of the week. <laughs> how would you? How would you? No hesitation. On, on this one, I do ask. How would you get Augie Doggy to leave Doggy Daddy? Um. um <laughs> good question. I'm just I'm just looking at doing my research right now. Um, looking at some images, trying to. To figure out the situation here. <laughs> what um, does Augie Doggy like? <laughs> what is the, what's the dynamic here? I, I see Augie Doggy wears a shirt. Yeah, um, I think shirt. you just shame. Like, listen, Augie Doggy, we gotta get you away from your pops. Your pops is a nudist, and that's weird. <laughs> um, 
it's just going to be more embarrassing as you get older. So, uh, listen, why don't you come to my pop house slash snatchatorium? <laughs> Wait, um, what? <laughs> I heard snatchatorium. Where's doggy daddy? We're, gonna, we're just going to have a straight up party. We get some other dog pals there. It's going to be a blast. Um, I know that we already kind of put cereal behind us, but there's a cereal called Freakies. <laughs> and the cool. monsters on the box they're freakies. <laughs> mm, I love my freakies. Mm, I gotta have a fresh bowl of freakies every morning. <laughs> oh, goodness. Freaky oh, cereal. They are upsetting looking. Oh, there's an image that's just all of them together. They're disgusting. Yeah. I want to kill them. Yeah. I want to crush them to death. They just look like anthropomorphic warts. Oh, they look like garbage pail kids, but like the boogers yeah. and shits that would come out of them. <laughs> No, thank you. Ugh. Um, oh my god, there's an image of the freakies with their creator. I just about submitted <laughs> it, it says, all of the freakies are greatly saddened by the loss of the freakies creator, Jackie End. She gave us our lives, our personalities, and our history. She's our mother. We love her and miss her. They seem to be <laughs> celebrating her death. <laughs> by the way, if you type in www.freakies.com... Nope. This is the only thing you see. That image? Yep. Oh my god. So one of her relatives made a website. These, I'm not kidding, there is an image that looks like a giant orange set of intestines with a face. Yeah. It is unsettling. He's a cancerous, like, tumor. He's a cancerous tumor. What the fuck is this? This these are like these are like what happened when the nerds made a bargain with Satan. The oh, the nerds candy. <laughs> yeah, they wanted life. Their names are Snorkeldorf, Goody Goody, Boss Moss, Gargle, and then there's another. In this image, there were two Boss Mosses. <laughs> Gargle's little catchphrase on his patch that you can buy is "I know more than you do." Do you? Gargle, do you? Oh, and there's also one named Cow Mumble. Is this a Swedish Christmas tradition? (laughs) (laughs) Is one of them going to, like, eat the tips of my sausages and, like, bang a shovel against my window? Um, Okay, no more cereal. Wait, wait, can I just say one more thing about cereal? Because it's a mystery that I don't understand. So, I see a shelf... I don't have a time on this or a date, but it's a cereal box. It's just a, an aisle from your local grocery store. Okay. I see Freakies in the middle. It's got like this weird signage around it. The box looks horrible. Uh, we got Captain Crunch beside it. We got Crunch Berries. But we also have Sugar Pops. But the mascot is a cowboy. But like yeah. a real cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> like an image of like an actor? Like the Marlboro Man. Yeah, like a... Yeah. yeah. Like Is They're- that Curly from like... Is this a product tie-in with, like, uh... Yeah, City Slickers City love Slickers? Sugar Pops. Well, I mean... You when Jack Palance was on the, was on the um, box of Sugar Pops for years? But is it? It's a very strange time. I mean, look at him. No. From a distance, it looks like Jack Palance. It it just looks like a cowboy. I, I can't find this image. Did you look up just the... Did you just Google Freaky Cereal and then find this? Yeah. And it, 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 it was down a little bit on the search result. Yeah. It's a few columns down. There's just like, yeah, just a, a, a supermarket aisle. Oh, oh, here it is. Yes. Okay, now I'm going to do my own investigation and I'll, I'll break okay, the tie yeah. here. I've already started to investigate and you're right. It's not. 
<laughs> Jack Palance. It just looks a Alex. lot like him. Okay. As much as I can zoom in, you've put it in my head. So, of course, it kind of looks like Jack Jack. Yeah, Palance, yeah. But From a distance with low fidelity. It's the same thing like that Amelia distance. Earhart photographer everyone was talking about. It's, it's not her, guys. With low fidelity. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's like a, yeah, this guy's like a, a cowboy. It's a real cowboy. But then, like in another one, there's like a weird fat sheriff on the sugar pops. <laughs> Alex, you and the Freakies creator have something in common, and it's, it's that you helped make a cereal. You, you, Very you true. both came up with cereal mascots. You know, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, once once I saw that picture, I had to send it a little. It, it, it touched my heart a little bit. God. I hope that one day Ramjack puts a like. When this show survives us, that there's a, at least a picture of those three girls with me behind them. It's like, rest in peace, Dad. Uh, rest in <laughs> peace, Dad. It was so well-reviewed on that one woman's blog. <laughs> I'm glad that we went down the cereal rabbit hole, if only because we hit the bottom, which is Freakies. Freakies yeah, is yeah. the worst cereal and the worst mascots you'll ever find. Totally agreed. Is it there makes, one more dog pair? Uh, there is just, one more. I apologize. Okay, 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 okay. Um, no, you're fine. These are groups of dogs. These are teams. So you have to choose a team of dogs. Oh. Um, one of them is the Road Rovers. And the other is the Space Canine Patrol Agents. Oh. And I'll send okay. you... I'll just put this in the what, Skype thing here. Yeah, what was that again? Sp- yeah, space. Uh, one moment here. I'll send this to you. Uh, th- oh, I'm sorry. That's Road Rovers. Um, space Canine Patrol is this link, which is coming to you now. Uh, so just to get you a little bit acclimated with Space Canine Patrol Agents, or the SCPA, not to be confused with the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty <laughs> to Animals. Uh, they're extraterrestrial canine superheroes from DC Comics. Uh, they first appeared in Superboy Volume 1, number 131. Um, and here are the members of the, the Canine Patrol. Uh, there's Tail Terrier. He has an elastic tail that can be used as a rope. He's the top dog of the SCPA. Not to be confused with. <laughs> um, there's Mammoth Mutt. He can inflate to many times his size. He died in his first appearance. <laughs> Jeez. Hot Dog is pyrokinetic. Not to be confused with Archie and Jughead's hot dog. Um, there's Tusky Husky. He can turn one of his canine teeth into a long tusk, which he uses as a lever. <laughs> or a lever. <laughs> one of his teeth turns just into a big, big tusk. <laughs> Um, there's Bulldog, he can grow horns. Paw Pooch, he can grow additional limbs. I don't know why. I don't know what that would do. Um, Chameleon Collie, he's a shapeshifter. Uh, Prophetic Pup is a clairvoyant. There's Crypto, of course. He's in there. I don't know why he's not the top pup. He's the dog of Superman, but whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Mammoth Miss, which is Mammoth Mutt's girlfriend, who has the same powers. And... and which is weird. And she's a widow, so... Because oh. Mammoth, Mammoth Mutt died. Um, and then Beam Beagle, who possesses searchlight eyes, he died in the line of duty. So we've got two <laughs> dead dogs. Amazing. And then and the Wikipedia says, it was never confirmed which of them is the leader. Uh, excuse me, Tail Terrier is marked as the top dog. <laughs> also, Crypto's the leader. I Obviously, Crypto's the leader. He's the only one with any like real powers. 
Though the chameleon canine, like the collie, I that's a that's a neat little dog. But I know Brad, you're not a fan of collies, right? I, I no, I do not. Collies are not cute. So I, it's just a fact. So if collies aren't on the road, rovers, I think that might be the one Brad goes with. Oh, I, the road well, rovers. I, I, but I'm I'm somewhat aware of road rovers. Yeah, that's a '90s cartoon really? where all of the dogs were, I think, the the, the pets of world leaders. But it's a yes. TMNT situation where they, like, they were granted powers and the ability to speak, and they're basically like. The Mighty Ducks cartoon meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meets Power. They're everything. It's a complete ripoff. Yeah. Um, and there's a collie named Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank Walker plays an old English sheepdog named Shag. <laughs> he also plays another dog, a Rottweiler named Muzzle. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> that, oh, also, they're known as Kano Sapiens. Oh, yeah. Oh, and... Uh, um, Jonathan, your friend Sheena Easton, <gasps> what um, is the groomer? She but she was a voice. <laughs> yeah. When you say my friend, what does that mean? <laughs> I I just I know you love that that sweet song from uh, Santa Claus the Motion Picture. Oh, I do enjoy that song. <laughs> I used to think Sheena Easton was a beautiful black woman like Donna Summer. Then I found out she was a small white woman. <laughs> this picture you sent us of Paw Pooch turning into a canine centipede. And punching a bunch of dog bandits is so strange. <laughs> it's a great picture. It might become yeah. my wallpaper. <laughs> it's great, and I love all of the all of the punches. Are it's S O K exclamation point sock 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 sock. sock. <laughs> and 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 I just love all these bandit dogs he's attacking. And Crypto is saying, "Oh, he's giving him the old one, two, also three, four, five, and six. <laughs> also, Crypto's wearing glasses. Yeah, I just yeah. noticed that. It makes him seem... Is Crypto half in disguise? Yeah, is he being a nerd? No, he's got his cape on. So he can't be in disguise. Oh, he's probably... He's trying to... Yeah, he's trying to disguise himself as mild-mannered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, just a generic dog name. Spot. Uh, <laughs> Spot. Yeah. Uh, the Road Rovers ran for a whopping 13 episodes. So there's that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I, I got to go with the uh, uh, Space uh, Space K-9 Patrol Agents um, just on the fact that I, they're still, like, animals and cute and not weird anthropomorphized, <laughs> uh, like, world leader pets. Yeah, like, beefy yeah. heroes who are going to, like, probably order you around and tell you how to run the pup house. Yeah. Don't like yeah. that. Weird. I, don't like I mean, it. you've already got Crypto, so you're just getting the rest of the dogs at this point. Uh, yeah, exactly. And plus, the Collie's a shapeshifter, so they can look like any dog you need them to look like, Brad. Exactly. <laughs> it's only exactly. it's only kind of a Collie. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm sending you another image. Oh. Hold the fucking phone. Oh, brother. Holding. Uh, this is, okay. This is sold. If you, were, if you weren't convinced before, uh, how about this? Uh, the swearing-in ceremony... <laughs> Oh, this is a in the conference room. Oh no, this is a tiny little image. I gotta, I gotta open this up. Enhance. In the conference room. Welcome, Crypto. Now we will all salute our emblem and say, "Big dog, big dog, pow, wow, wow." <laughs> and then Crypto seems to be saying, "I get it. The ancient Roman astronomers named one constellation of stars Canis Major, or a big dog. That's our symbol." <laughs> Sold. Not. Also, they're wearing little turtlenecks and jackets. Yeah, it's adorable. Well, they're wearing turtlenecks, but it also seems like they're wearing priest collars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be a part of the uh, clergy. I don't know. 
My favorite's hot Big dog. dog. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I, I like yeah, hot dog because he can. Dog. He's he's a pyrokinetic dog, and he's little. He's a little. He's little. Uh, oh, yeah. Tusk. No, I do like Tusky has the stupidest power. <laughs> Which is the green one? Uh, let me see here. I think that's their leader, the one with the tail. No, there's no established leader. <laughs> uh, well, his but, chair has the biggest back to it. I think bull, that's a pretty he, clear indication. That's Bulldog. He can grow horns. No, it's not Bulldog. He's not the he's, leader. He's not the leader, but Brad just wanted to know who that dog was. Oh, the green guy in the middle? Oh, the green guy in the middle. That's Tail yeah, the leader. Terrier. That's Tail Terrier. Tail Terrier. He's yeah. the top dog. He is the leader. Top dog. Top dog. You know what? I, I, I want to read these comics. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you how know, much? Pyrokinetics is right-hand man. How much and how fast? Left, okay, so they're the winners. I, I figured you would probably pick them because they're they're very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they that's are awesome. delightful. I, I want to look them up now as far as, like, how do I get my hands on some of these books? But now, keep in mind, round five, all locked in. Round six is the all-Disney edition. And Fuzz from Ziggy, <laughs> who I just confirmed, he's going to start round seven. Hmm. Fascinating. I, I can't wait for the all Disney edition just because I'm curious. So many Disney dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Brad's got. I mean, we're gonna have to. I, Look, I, are you gonna have a place to house all these dogs, man? Snagatorium yeah. might. Well, he's an eccentric billionaire. Brad's an eccentric oh, okay. billionaire. Well, he's a um, he's a billionaire agitator, so of course he has them all the space in the world. I'm not saying that I would like to see another version of this where it's cats and I have to pick cats, but. <laughs> <laughs> I that that you know what I, that could happen. That could definitely happen. I don't know what it's called. I, don't know. I actually don't know what it's called. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Snatch a release cat edition. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cat edition. I don't know. If we really need it. Snatch a release uh, is name change. Yeah, okay. Snatch a release is very. Alex got it wrong the first few times, but <laughs> oh goodness, is it time? I think it is. When my power goes out. No, that's not funny. <laughs> uh, friends, it is that super, super special time of the year. We're going to discuss a delightful holiday special, A Family Circus Christmas. The dreamer will have his day. ba 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 Gurf. Gurf is right. Gurf. Gurf. This. We're finally here, and yet I don't know how to even begin. (laughs) Guys, this is one of three Family Circus specials, and I told you that right before we started recording. What are the other two? This is from 1979, by the way. The first one, which I believe came out like maybe the year before, was a Family Circus Valentine. And then the third and final one was a Family Circus Easter. Mm-hmm. Where at the end there is a very long music number, where an, where like a presumably famous jazz musician plays the Easter Bunny and just sings a very long song. It's Ooh. I couldn't get through it. it I, I jumped to the music number because I knew it was there, um, but it was dr- fucking dreadful. It makes this look like a fucking masterpiece. This is, I mean, there's a lot of questions about this. It is, it, this is upsetting and disturbing in times. Um, it's hideous. Um, I, I, I said this in a, in a, in my voicemail, but I don't think I've seen worse animation in anything. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just pretty like, rough. It's very stiff. 
you can see the seams of the limbs versus the body that they didn't bother to like, like the limbs, that's all we have to make move. So everything, everything just comes off like creepy paper dolls. Um, They're trying to go for like a um, Peanuts Christmas thing because they have real kids playing the kids Uh, and they're terrible. They are. They're just bad. Um, I mean, I I do feel like they put a lot of time into animating the mother's breasts. (laughs) I did. Yeah, that was super fucking weird. What are you talking about? I did not notice that. Most of the animation, like every time she moves, those are moving around. Oh, I don't like that. Unlike anything else in any other scene. (laughs) Brad, (laughs) I I think you could have kept that to yourself. I don't need to. I don't need to. No, I can't. (laughs) It is bizarre. You'd think I would need to keep that to myself, but yet I must speak. Oh, I'm watching it, and they do move. I hate it. Yeah. I really hate it. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. The animation is so shitty, but they put the time in on that. Oh God. Let me let me jump to the moment where she picks up the phone, and says, "Hello, Santa." Yep, they're moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They move. She's got a bit of a. What is that like, Jessica Rabbit? Like, ba ba da, ba ba da. She's got a strut. <laughs> Yeah, like mom is way too foxy. It's very weird. way too foxy in her all grape turtle sweatpant outfit. Yeah, I like it's bizarre. I don't understand this at all. Do we like the opening where they introduce all the characters? Because they do that for every special. <laughs> I mean, fine, I'll, I'll take it. But because it's the least offensive thing. I, I mean, don't like how mommy me of all the characters. That's true. I think that's exactly what it's trying to do. I don't like how I mean, mommy uh, and yeah. daddy don't have names. It's I don't just, like how they yeah, all that's... appear in wreaths and they all look at each other like it's the freaking Brady Bunch. <laughs> like the Brady Bunch, but also the way Dolly looks at Billy. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Why is her name Dolly? I Who don't, that's a child? terrible name for a little girl. It really yeah. is. PJ's bad, too. PJ's a bad name for a baby. <laughs> Hi, I'm PJ. No, you're not. Fucking get... What's your name? Is it Peter Jackson? (laughs) That's the only name I could come up with. Um, Are you a a major film director? (laughs) PJ grew up to be Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. Um, Then we got Barfy. Sam. Why? Sam, who seems to have a a mustache. (laughs) But Barfy also seems to have facial hair. Why do they have dog whiskers? I don't like it. Why do they have why do they have two dogs and a cat? That's too, too many, many pets. pets for a house with four kids. Right? Yes, four kids. Yeah. Billy's the oldest, yeah. Dolly's right behind him, and then there's Jeffy, who they treat like a shithead. And then there's PJ. In the Easter one, they're constantly like PJ's an idiot. <laughs> Don't let PJ do that. He's stupid and a baby. <laughs> Bad PJ. <laughs> also, Poor don't name PJ. your cat Kitty Cat. Don't name your cat Kitty Cat. I know you're. I mean, they're I, children. I know they named a the dog Barfy. I mean, come Barfy, because he probably got fucking sick the first time he walked into the house. There's something about the name Family Circus that just irks me for some. I don't know what it. It's something about relating the ideas of, I guess, a family to a circus. I know it's supposed uh-huh. to be like a comedic play, but it's like fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. It's, it's just the whole the whole Family Circus thing. It's just. It's unbearable because it's, trite. it's so saccharine. It's trite. And, oh, it's trite. It's cutesy. It's like, oh, boy, our family's so wacky. We're the same as absolutely every other family, but we like to point it out in cute ways. 
like, if this, oh, if Family Circus was happening now, the shitty mommy blog that would be attached to it. What do you mean if it was oh. happening now? What do you mean? I mean, as if, if it began. Oh, now, if it began. Not, I know now. it's. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, it's been running for the last three thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It, but it's I set in it ways. The Egyptians as who of first. course it is. It's so wow, old it, that Bob Keen, like Billy, the kid, the the person that Billy is based on, is Bob Keen's son, and he's been writing the strip for like thirty years. Yeah. It's so old. Like one of the first ones that they have on the Wikipedia, like right when you look it up on Wikipedia. None of the characters look the same because that apparently this comic strip started in the fucking 1910s. I don't know when it fucking started. Wow. But the dad comes in and they all have a little penance from a baseball game. And Billy says something Ooh. to the effect of, uh, we all had soda pop. Daddy already had one in his pocket. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so um, it's, Family Circus was a little darker back in the day. <laughs> yeah. It started in 1960. And if the dad looks so different, did mom get divorced and marry a new dad? <laughs> dad, uh, dad got taller. He got a little bit more fit. Mom still got those curves, though. Yeah, she Mom's still got those tits. Tiny little waist. <laughs> oh boy, strutting around that house, fucking wagging her finger at her kids, and then banging the fuck out of daddy. You know, I mean, boy. if you animate someone's breasts moving, you know what you're doing. There was a meeting about that. Yeah. Everyone got together and talked about it and decided it. Like, especially on animation, everything is planned out. Like, like the, that must have been so fucking awkward. Like, the Charlie Brown Christmas special has rough animation, but there's mm -hmm. clear intent there. Like, there's still, like, work being applied to it. Yeah. There's craft, and there's a real charm to how it's not... I don't need, like, flash animation. I don't need, like like 2017 Simpsons era shitty ass flash animation. Um, but in Family Circus, like the first scene where, well, they talk about the tree and how it's the best tree they've ever had, but there's a bare spot, but that's supposed to be the spot that you face towards the wall. That's that's yeah. that's how you know which side the tree is supposed to face the wall. That sentence made no every, sense. The joke makes no sense. Every proper Christmas tree has one of those spots, Jonathan. I've never heard of that in my life. I, I can't Neither relate to that I. kind of humor. Some people, yeah, I... We it's never had weird. a real tree. We had a fake tree, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Can I? <laughs> no one should have a no real, one should tree. Have a real tree. It's not necessary. So they brought that tree back from the Xmas tree lot. Yes. And we see them like drive through the countryside. The dreamer <laughs> will have his day. <laughs> I'm drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> but as they go through, there's uh, speaking of the quality of animation. So they have this backdrop of, like, the snow-covered, like, tiny little town or the suburbs. Or I guess the country is where they're living. And there's the background animation that the car's traveling on. But then there's, like, a foreground, like, scape that at one point completely covers the road to where you can't see more of the little houses. So it's like, motherfuckers, someone painted that. And then someone's yeah. like, you know what, we're just going to put this there. Yeah. That's shitty to do to an animator. I mean, I mean, you, you want to see the keep, car go off. You want to keep yeah. talking about foreground versus background and like how this is so fucking fucked up. The moment really early on where Dolly and Jeffy go into the closet to look at the presents. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on? There is a shot where they look like they cannot be larger than four inches tall. The boxes are fucking enormous. They are they are up against a background of what I think is a rug. <laughs> the rug looks like they're mice. It looks like they're fucking <laughs> mice on a rug. And then now when the mom comes up behind them, she looks like a fucking 
uh, okay cereal fucking Highlander. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a whoever did the foreground matte paintings really Ugh. just, I mean, they were a jerk. It's supposed to be obviously like foreshortening, but it's not at the right scale or perspective. So it does look like they're tiny, like they shrink in size. And their heads aren't connected to their bodies at all. Their heads just move like they're fucking nattering puppets. Yeah. And those tits. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, the show is hideous. I think (laughs) other examples will come up as we go along. What the hell is this thing about? We got to get a rundown of just what the plot is for for the person who hasn't seen this yet. Yeah. So basically... It's very what vignette-y. What is this about? It's very vignette but there is a spine yeah. through it. Um, there's this idea that Santa's always watching. So uh, Jeffy, who is the youngest, uh, second youngest next to PJ, um, Jeffy's kind of like the main character in it. He's sort yeah. of the, the main focus of this, of this narrative. And he's consistently told, like, don't misbehave. Santa's always watching you. And he keeps seeing... A like black and white sort of like outline, almost like an uncut, like a non-colorized cartoon of Santa. Yeah. Like Santa's sitting it's, on a telephone pole, using a it's telephone. It's very upsetting. Uh, yeah. So he's having these delusions, um, and when he tells his brothers and sisters, they tell him to stop lying. He's constantly being uh, uh, attacked for his his pure deceits. Yeah. Uh, and they're all very excited for Christmas, like to the point where they ask them that mommy, they ask mommy, <laughs> they're like, mommy, can we decorate the tree? And she's like, not until your dad gets home. Uh, can we get the boxes of decorations, please? And she's like, fine, but don't take anything out yet. Cause in her mind, she's like, these little fucking gremlins are going to make a fucking mess. Either this is way. An issue, I, I, this is an issue I have with Christmas stories in general. Is like in almost every Christmas special, we're always putting up a Christmas tree like five seconds before Christmas. Yeah, this seems to be, yeah, very much. Uh, well, I think like a couple of days pass at least. Because. Yeah, the- because it's, it's at the end of this day, we're going to see Santa tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the next day is seemingly Christmas. Christmas Eve. Okay. Yeah, they go to visit Santa pretty late in the season. Even for the late 70s, I think you would want to take yeah. care of that pretty early on. That Christmas creep, I don't know when it started, but you'd want to get that taken care of. Um, but yeah, mom's sort of like taunting the kids because they start peeking in the boxes of decorations. She picks up a telephone and w- she puts a hand on her supple waist. And her, her, breasts, her breasts sort of heave as her Pac-Man mouth sort of flaps indiscriminately. <laughs> And she's like, hello, Santa. And that's all these kids need to run for the rafters. They get sc- yeah. they get the shit scared out of them. I This fucking bullshit of threatening children with Santa Claus. It's dumb. Um, I, 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 um, I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast a long time ago. One of the last times I spoke to my mother, uh, she called me and wanted me to pretend to be Santa to threaten somebody else's children. You did. T- I remember a stranger. Whoa. I remember you talking about that on the podcast. Yeah. It was a stranger. It was like, it, it was like some stepdaughter that I had never met before. Your mom like is her insane. kids. Your mom is absolutely like, insane. First of all, if you threaten your children with Santa Claus bullshit, you're a fucking monster. Kill yourself. But it's you're also supposed to be like it is a threat, but it's that kid-friendly threat of like, ah ah ah, Santa's watching, and it's like, what are the stakes here? <laughs> what? This isn't discipline. <laughs> this isn't real discipline. 
I think, you know, I think it's one thing if you're, like, I think it's, if you, I know some people are completely against it, but if you want to play the Santa Claus game with a kid, I think that's okay. I think I, Fine. where I personally draw the line is, I don't think you should ever state that it's true. Because kids will come up, well, kids will get the Santa Claus myth just from society. Yeah. Um, I think you it. should never confirm that it is or is not true. Well, not, should not confirm that it is true. Like, let the kid believe it as long as the kid wants to believe it, but never, never, never play into it yourself. Just go along with it. Well, Alex, like... And when the kid stops, like, then you stop playing along. Does Joey believe in Santa? Uh, yeah, we've gone to elaborate links to make him think Santa's true. <laughs> um, I have a Santa Claus suit. Um, you do? Um, I have a few, actually, depending on what, uh, version of Santa... It's weird. <laughs> we break it down to, like, a three-week thing. I, I actually just finished visiting thing? his... I actually finished visiting his uh, kinder, uh, not kindergarten class, his daycare, um, dressed as Santa Claus, like watching in the windows. It was a it was a lot to get to do that, but it's fun. Wait, this was this past Christmas you did that? Uh, yeah, all of this is a lie. Of course, I don't do that, <laughs> Alex. I don't. I'm appreciate not crazy. That. Jeez, Alex, you're a father. Uh, I don't know what fathers do. Sometimes they have to go to great lengths. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it was super important, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But no, we, we do basically what Brad said. We don't really, we we definitely humor it and we talk about Santa Claus, but it's all like, what do you think? How could this happen? I mean, Joey's getting, Joey's getting like value out of Twilight Zone episodes. I'm pretty sure Santa Claus is not long for this world for that kid. He would hate this cartoon. He would hate it. I think he would be, like, confused by it. Right. And definitely ask some of the questions we're going to be asking, like, Jeffy's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> Why is Jeffy running around telling anybody who will fucking, who, who anyone who has ears, not even people who listen to him, <laughs> just Guys, he's he sees, he sees Santa Claus. He sees him. And then later, it's revealed that it is Santa Claus? But then, later, it's revealed that he can see his dead grandfather in the same way? Yes. So wait a minute, granddad. is this... <laughs> so wait a minute, is this granddad dressed up as Santa Claus who's dead? Or is it a dead man who dressed up as Santa Claus he's that's out taunting of his mind. him? Because yeah, or he's first... just fucking nuts. Jeffy is so and stupid that at one point, pretty close to where we are already in the show, they have to explain to him who granddad even is. Yeah. That's... yeah. They're like, granddad, grandpa... Your dad's dad, he's dead. You never met him. And yet, he, they say you never met him. That he died, I think, before Jeffy was even born or like when he was a baby. And then later he sees his granddad. How do you see him, granddad. Jeffy? And he instantly is like, oh, that's my granddad. How do you know that? Or, or maybe, does granddad point to the star and that's how Jeffy's yes. like, oh, your granddad? Well, no, because he sees him after he sees the photo of him. Oh, right. He has a visual reference yeah. for him. I mean, Brad, you've yeah. seen this six times at this point, so yeah, if anyone knows this you. Way too many fucking times. Um, I watched this as uh, a also, kid once or twice. Like, I remember he, seeing this, yeah, back in the day. I think this this effect of Santa Claus and the ghost, this outline, like, clearly, this is what they do in the comic strip. Yeah, it And is. it does not transfer to animation. And in the comic strip, most often we see Grandpa and then Grandma, because I think, it, no, the Grandma character still technically is alive in the comic. But we see Grandpa, like, looking down from a heaven cloud a lot, like, with a halo, and he's sort of beatifically staring down with, a, with approval. But keep in mind, there are other silhouette characters in the, in the comic strip known as Ida No, Nobody, 
and not me. Oh, yeah. And the joke is that these are the characters that the kid, when kids do something bad, they go, not me, I don't know, um, nobody, but they're real little gremlins. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. I don't like that. This uh, how does that fit into your Christian worldview? World yeah, it's a weird Christian kids. It's the earliest example of kids say the darndest things I can think of. Um, there might have been like a super old TV show in the 60s or 50s that did that kind of humor. Um, but that's the bread and butter of Family Circus. Puns. Oh, yeah. Puns. Um, reused art. It reuses art constantly. I saw one recently where the mother's getting Halloween costumes out of a box. And it's like a clown and a tramp. <laughs> like, it's clearly costumes from the 60s. And Billy says, can I be so-and-so from Warhammer 3000 Expansion Pack 4? And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. You've used this yeah, same art that. 19 times. Whatever is clever um, or relevant at the time, you just inserted it. Ugh. I don't know why, but when I type in Family Circus... Okay, that's because it says Family Circus Christmas. Um, I was about to say, I have a lot of Christmas-themed, like, strips. I thought I just typed in Family Circus. One of the weirder ones is little Jeffy is praying at church to, in his mind, <laughs> is like old old god like old man god with all these angels around him and he looks like he's panicked shaking like fuck and then it shows him at home there's a wreath in the window and um he's imagining a baby with a little halo around its head in a manger and his mouth <laughs> opens up like he's just like oh and he looks at his mother who's right by the bed who also has a shirt in her hand like the woman's constantly folding <laughs> stuff in the comic strip um and a he mother's says, work is hey. never done Never. He says, Mommy, praying is easier when I'm talking to baby Jesus. What? <laughs> I don't... Uh, no, 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 no. The heaven shit in this special alone is so... St talk about irresponsible. This The way that yeah. shit is laid out here is so irresponsible. It's almost it really like they're is. being snide and making fun of their own audience. Because, so, they're decorating the tree. And what they realize is the star cannot be found. And it's a star that Jeffy's granddad made. And there is no indication that the dad is upset. I can, sorry, can we just back up to the decorating the tree? Oh, sure. Where it's disgusting I, because, and a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's a goddamn fucking nightmare. Because first of all, they're letting the baby put tinsel in the nope, tree. No. Alex, you've got, you've got, <laughs> you've got some youths now. She's ready to slap oh. you. <laughs> Now, little Vera, when she's not slapping you, um, <laughs> how often do you give her hands full of, uh, um, of, uh, um... Tinsel. Tinsel, yes. Um, uh, we have Is that baby she, friendly? She hasn't been alive at Christmas yet. Like, she's just right. been growing during Christmas, so we haven't... But I'm probably not going to give her tinsel, because that'll be a right around the time she starts shoving, like, everything, everything into in her, her mouth, because yeah. she thinks it's food. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh -huh. of course, we're not going to do that. She started to kind of, like, glide things there, like rattles and um, various stuffed animals. But no, I'm not going to give a child tinsel. That's no. crazy. Yeah, PJ can walk, but he is clearly not even older than maybe one. Yeah. He's uh, he's book. so young. And and Jeffy like rats PJ out. He's like, Mommy, PJ's not putting on the tinsel one at a time. First of all, I don't think you put it on one at a time. Why? I don't think you put tinsel on a tree because it looks like garbage. Yeah, I don't like it. But would you do it like an OCD maniac and do it one at a time? Ugh. That would take you, you hours. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's a kid. He doesn't know what's going. He doesn't understand. But the thing is, after this, uh, Dolly uh, rats out Jeffy because he's licking a candy cane. Yeah, what's going on? Are these candy oh, canes God. real? Are they coming out of that box from the basement? Are you on? Yeah, are you on putting unwrapped candy canes on your Christmas tree? Well, you remember why he says he's licking it, right? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Because there's dust on it. No, he said <gasps> he said I don't want it to get dusty. Oh, I thought the, he said that he licked uh, no, it because he said there was there dust was, on he it. He said it was dusty. Yeah. No, hold on. So wait. I, so I, what's what is it? Is he licking because he doesn't want dust, or there's dust on it and he's licking the dust? Let me off? let me listen to this real quick. This matters. This is important. This <laughs> this is close encounters of a third kind. Mommy. P.S. While we're looking that up, hold, hold Dad on. is the fucking worst. Alex, hold. <laughs> I'm holding. I'm hold. in a hold. Alex, sit. Oh, he does say it was dusty. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. What's more psychotic? That he's licking a dusty candy cane or that they're putting unwrapped candy canes on a tree? No. He um, is licking a candy cane with dust on it on purpose. Don't huh. get that. Don't miss yeah, that I, element of it's, it. It's... Everything about this is insane. But they act like it's universal humor. Like, oh, you know, kids, you get the candy canes out and they're all dusty and they want to eat them. But you tell them, don't eat them. They're for the tree. Here's an idea. Get candy canes that are ornaments. Don't put real things on the tree. Well, I, I put, I put, uh, I, listen, because last year I put up my, uh, my solstice tree. Um, I put candy canes on it. Um, but they were all individually wrapped candy canes. We, we did that too. Nice. We did that too. Um, and then some people do like the popcorn strings or like like popcorn like cranberries I think it is or something like that. Um, like yeah, like real things go on trees occasionally, but yeah, not unwrapped. And you don't put the candy canes back in the box. You no. throw them away no, at the that's... end of the season. <laughs> I'm actually looking across the room now, and I realize there is one sole candy cane that um, still survives from Christmas. <laughs> treat yourself, nice. friend. The lingering memory. Yeah, treat yourself. I, I mean, what's the shelf life on a candy cane? Uh, forever. I mean, nuclear war would would not affect a candy cane. Um, if anything, the radiation would let, give it that holiday glow. I wonder if it's dusty. I wonder if it's like, dusty. Yeah. Um, so they can't find the star, and then the mom and the dad try to find it, and the dad doesn't seem all that perturbed. But the dad is dead inside. The dad's dead he inside. He really is. Which, when he first comes in... Um, they're like, hey, Dad, can we make a snow, make a snowman? No, the snow's too wet today. Oh, yeah. Yesterday you, you said, said it was too dry. I don't want to play with you. Dad has had a rough day, kids. Just He's, let Dad, just let Dad have a minute, please. Stop lying to your children, you fucking pieces of shit. Well, also, the picture they paint, I would want to lie to these kids, too. Because they're very irritating. <laughs> well, I think, that, <laughs> but I think they have to be. Because their parents just lie to them and, like, manipulate them to get out of doing what they don't want to do. They put they them off. They never get a straight answer. They put them off, and that's the worst thing you can do to a kid. Yeah. Like, to give to give kids timelines and put them off in ways that you can't follow up on or deliver on, that's going to drive a kid fucking nuts. I don't care who when, he is. Yeah. My, my childhood, well, we discussed how shitty it was. But, like, any time I did... Um, make a request of something it was always uh it was always a we'll see or uh some like putting off excuse mm -hmm. um which meant never like always always and it just led to the point where i was just like well i'm not going to ask for anything ever because 
this it's not worth the the effort and the stress that goes along with that. Well, and so yeah, you're right. The dad does seem bummed out when he walks in, but as they're getting tucked in, Billy Billy says something very strange, which is he just point blank says, "Daddy's not having a very good Christmas, is he?" It's very pointed. Yeah. And it's that mm-hmm. pressure of like, I thought Christmas was supposed to be happy. Why isn't daddy happy? And the mom is like, well, he's been working very hard these last few days. And Billy's like, well, when we were talking about Granddad's star, his tears, his eyes got all wet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, do you not know what crying is, Billy? Also, nope, we don't see him crying. Point. We don't see dad crying. No. You couldn't show me that. You had to tell me that in the next scene. Are you, are you fucking kidding me with this shitty show? Um, and so that's when they proceed to say, like, well, the star was made by Granddad, and he misses Granddad. And Jeffy's like, who's Granddad? <laughs> I, <laughs> what is I a love, Granddad? What are tears? I, I love when she's explaining Granddad. <laughs> and, and talking about... <laughs> He, he he loved Christmas very much. He used to tell funny stories funny about stories? Santa and his elves. Mm, funny stories, huh? Not racist, I'm imagine, sure. Exactly. I just imagine, <laughs> all right, so Santa Claus and his elves walk into a bar, and a Jew comes in. And there's a couple of lawn oh. jockeys sneaking in with the elves. <laughs> Grandpa, please, 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 please. Um, and Jeffy's like, well, where is granddad? And mom's like, he's in heaven, because I don't know how to explain death to you. And death is very hard, so I'll just lie to you and say he's in heaven. And Jeffy's like, we should invite him for, down to heaven, down to here, for Christmas, down to here. And Billy <laughs> Billy drops a grenade into the middle of the room, and he's like, don't you know anything, Jeffy? He's dead. <laughs> that is exactly how he says it. Yeah. Don't you know anything, Jeffy? He's dead. <laughs> and they, they bothered to an- animate the eyebrows to make him look angry as well. Uh, yep. So it's... The, of... Oh, her tits are moving as she tucks him in. Yes! I don't like that at all. It is the weirdest. You know what I don't like? I don't like their little mouths and how they don't have tongues. I really don't <laughs> like it. It's so... Bit, like, listen. They animate so little in this fucking special, but those breasts... <laughs> She's dressed like a secret Always agent. On the move. She's dressed like a fucking yeah. secret agent. And then Jeffy's like, Billy, wake the fuck up. Why are there, like, so many Santas around the town Like that I see at all these different locations? And Billy's like, shut the flying fuck up. Santa can teleport or whatever the fuck. Even though Billy at one point <laughs> has a look on his face as Jeffy is asking him these questions, he gets a look on his face like, I'm gonna fuck with my brother. And then he sort of wraps his fingers against the covers like, I'm bored. What is Billy thinking? I think Billy's just a smug piece of shit. Speed Racer, what are you thinking? Um, It's like, obviously, Santa can move super fast. He's the Flash. What? Oh, yeah, he says he pauses time. No, well, first he says he can move so fast that he jumps from one place to another. And then he says he can stop time with his magic watch. Whatever. Right. And then Billy goes to sleep, and we get the single craziest thing in the entire special. <laughs> this is the most family circus thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's Santa, and, well, first of all, it's just space. <laughs> it's just the outer reaches of fucking space itself with clouds, just clouds. And right. then Santa is sort of riding his fuck ass along with Jeffy, showing him his 
castle in the clouds kingdom. What is going on? This is also heaven, by the way. Santa lives in heaven, and that's where his candy cane farm is. Well, we gotta harvest the candy cane so they don't get dusty. <laughs> but I like the dust Santa. I like the dust what? Santa. It tastes like spider webs. Oh, oh, oh. I like spider webs. Granddad. And they're also making Christmas snow, which is not too wet and not too dry, and your dad will play with you if <laughs> if the Christmas snow comes down, your dad will play with you. Oh, and don't forget the trees where the elves are, are trimming mm-hmm. one side so that they'll know, everyone will know which side to put on next to the wall. How else could you know, Brad? How else I could you like, know? I just like, listen, all of your cutesy little shit, Family Circus, like all of your stupid bullshit, mundane, cute nonsense is not funny. The angels? entertaining. The angels that they show with like the giant like trumpets or horns and violins... They're so <laughs> shitty and bad that the little halo effect around them is white, like their robes. Do you not know what that is in angel iconography? <laughs> it's like the golden, like, like holy light, like coming off of them. It's not a weird cone that they have around their head. <laughs> it's just white, like you, you Listen, lazy fucks. Could, it's so weird. If we weird. put more time into that, we wouldn't be able to spend more time with those. <laughs> I haven't gotten laid. I've been working on this fucking shitty show. Even shitty shows take so many hours to animate. And I need tits. My favorite thing about the angel section, because I thought the show was almost going to be over, because he (laughs) slides down the trumpet and he bounces on the clouds. And then like we see him go up in the sky and there's a zoom in on the only hole in the whole canopy of clouds. And he falls (laughs) through it. And I'm like, oh, this is like Wonder Woman. He's, He's killing. He's committing suicide. This is the best... Jeffy will ever get. He's just killing himself. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Jeffy. Goodbye. But Santa Claus saves him because Santa Claus saved a life that night. And then we do see the Star of Bethlehem and a very... Oh, and in this case, the halo effect, like the golden light, is yellow around Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. But it's just a shot of them. Once again, we have a Christmas special that focuses on Santa and sort of talks about God, but not really at all. Like, yes, Grandpa's in heaven, but what does that even mean? We don't have time for it. We're too busy focusing on Santa. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through... Yeah, we're going to see Jesus for a second, then we're going to go into the giant Christmas tree, the original tree. Oh, yeah. Go through its ornaments, and then a rainbow star explodes into a golden shower. Oh, yeah. What's with that? Oh, I know that it looks like the star we see later, because Grandpa made, like, a gay pride (laughs) Christmas star (laughs) back in the 60s, or maybe the 50s. I don't understand why it's a rainbow. <laughs> it's very strange. I don't, ma- I don't, well, we didn't have maybe that symbol back then for. Granddad made it when he was a kid, so that was made like in, the th- in like the 20s. If that. Yeah, the if last that. time Grandpa was happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The gay 20s. <laughs> well, and then also Santa makes a promise to Jeffy. Jeffy. Jeffy says. <laughs> Can I ask you for something, Santa? And he's like, oh, of course, Jeffy. And even Dream Santa, when he hears this <laughs> request, even Dream Santa is like, oh, duh, sh- sure. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. I can Santa, do that for you. Santa. Yes. Could you bring granddad <laughs> down from heaven for Christmas? Uh, sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can do that. Dad well, really I don't wants know. to see Granddad. And Jeffy I mean, sort of implies you like that... a football instead. <laughs> Anything. I mean, come on. Well, and then the Santa they encounter at the mall. Poor guy. Oh yeah. If, I don't know what I would say to a little kid if I had to deal with that. What would you say? I, I, it, that's, it comes out of nowhere. And this poor guy, I think he does say, like, wouldn't you want, like, a ColecoVision instead? <laughs> a ColecoVision. <laughs> I don't know what the kids were playing back then. Um, <laughs> it's the late 70s. They he requests a, a fire truck and a rocket launcher. And uh, is something kooky. And of course, Dolly has a list that's fucking 19 pages long. What a fucking brat. Um, and so Santa, <laughs> this Santa lies to him, too, and he, he just goes, sure. Mall Santa's like, fine, yeah, um, whatever. But I will say, um, back to shitty animation. Oh, God. This Santa Claus makes the same shock face like eight <laughs> times they redo the same animation. Just this big, what? <laughs> hey, if you've got it, just keep putting that head on top of that body. I like... Fucking hell, like, just something money. S- slightly save, different, Well, maybe? also save money, because this probably had a budget of, mm, I'd say probably about $500. <laughs> also, oh, yeah. PJ, like, hates Santa. He, like, freaks the fuck out. I hate PJ. He's annoying. And then there's some more yeah. tiresome shit where, like, Jeffy thinks that Santa is still watching him, so he does some cursory, like, nice things. He puts his toys away. He puts his shoes in the closet. Like, great job, Jeffy. <laughs> Can we talk about the gun in their closet? <laughs> what? <laughs> there is a gun in this closet. Uh... <laughs> and it looks like a full-size adult gun. <laughs> it doesn't look like a toy. Um... I mean, it, I know it was a different time, but... Uh, when, uh, yeah, when Jeffy's putting his shoes in the closet, there's just a straight-up gun. Oh, man. Right before Dolly and Billy, uh, show up. <laughs> oh, man. Also, Jeffy, if all of your toys are in your bed, and then you just put the sheets over the toys, that doesn't work. There is a gun! It's gotta be a BB gun, yeah. right? It's just gotta be a BB gun. I'm, yeah, nope. I mean... Maybe. <laughs> kids shouldn't have BB guns. Kids this young shouldn't have BB guns. Well, Not that anyone should have a BB gun. This kid doesn't understand how to clean his gun. room, but he could he could he could shoot a squirrel from twenty yards. He's the he good, doesn't he's understand the, good son. the concept of death. It's Billy's <laughs> gun. It's it, it's it makes it easier to shoot. I like to think that only Billy is allowed to use that gun. Oh, cool. As long as he's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Because these kids always do only what they're allowed. What about the shot where daddy is watering the tree and then the children appear on top of him as um, if from what nothing? Ab- <laughs> what about when the water disappears and then reappears in the jug? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The magic of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you, want, if you want to say so. Okay, so I'm watching this water. His children, he hasn't even managed to pour the water yet because his children are awful. (laughs) It's not there anymore. (laughs) Um, PG is getting crushed by Jeffy's ass. (laughs) Well, the the water doesn't reappear. I just don't know when he poured it. It's between shots. He poured it between shots. Okay. All right. All right. Um, But dad reads them a story. But in classic family circus fashion, his children won't shut the flying fuck up. And the performance is just, it's so upsetting because it's not, he's just dead to the world. Mm -hmm. This father is dead inside. At one point he just says, if I may continue the reading. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Sam with his fucking dog beard looks like he's drunk. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, let's watch Mother walking into the room. Are her breasts moving? Mm, they're not not moving. <laughs> they're not not moving. At one point, Billy's like, could you put in some sound effects? And then the other dog shows up. How big is this chair that you have three kids, a baby, and two dogs with you in this chair? What the fuck is with your cartoon? Well, Jonathan, we've already established that they could grow and shrink at will. So, I mean, mm. there's tons of room in that chair. Let's not forget that he also shrank, uh, Jeffy shrank when he got on Santa's lap. There was some weird oh, shit happening with some perspective that, yeah. Well, Dolly, Dolly, who's a fucking busybody, I think Billy, Jeffy tells Billy about Santa's promise. Billy tells Dolly, and Dolly's like, well, we got to figure this out because... I think Dolly actually has the very clear-eyed mentality of this ain't gonna work. Like this is not. We have to prepare Jeffy somehow, and she just she straight up takes it to her mom, and she's like, "Deal with it," because I can't. The way she does it too, though, she goes, "Hey, mom, oh, do you know what? Do you know what Jeffy has Santa for? For dad? (laughs) For for dad? Yeah, um." He said that uh, he wanted uh, Santa to bring uh, Granddad down from heaven. Huh. Huh. Here, huh? Bye. (laughs) Yeah, she just, like this family does, they just drop bombs on each other. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is more like, it's presented more like she's tattletelling. Yeah. Like, hey, mom. Dolly's a busybody. She's a busybody. Yeah, because then we cut to, like, um, Dolly being put to bed and talking to the mother, and it's like, and they're still talking about it. And then when mom leaves, she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go talk to Jeffy about this. Um, to herself, Dolly's like, I wonder if Mother's going to scold Jeffy. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Fuck Dolly. What the hell's wrong with her? In the Easter special? They're all, they're all dead inside. In the Easter special, her I swear to god, her, uh, her whole arc is she hates how the Easter Bunny makes it too hard when he hides the eggs. She thinks it's not fair for PJ, so she makes it her mission to make the eggs easier to find, and then in the music number, she sings about why do you make it so hard to find the eggs? And it's like, is this what we really came up with for the Easter arc? <laughs> First of all, don't do an Easter special because there's nothing there. <laughs> the Peanuts did one and it's one of the worst. So <laughs> if that tells you anything. <laughs> it's the Easter Beagle, Charlie the Brown. Peanuts, I thought the Easter Beagle was okay. As a kid, I remember there being a really long like musical interlude. And that always bothered me. Yeah. Easter's not a plum prime avenue for TV specials. Um, Easter sucks. <laughs> Easter stinks. Fuck Easter. Easter's bad. Wait, are you saying that the story of of a guy being crucified and murdered um, doesn't translate well to children's stories? No, and honestly, neither does the Easter Bunny, because there's no real mythology with the Easter Bunny. No. There's not. Um, no. They try. Those Rankin Bass specials really tried. They did Peter Cottontail and the Easter Bunny. <laughs> so they really, they plumbed the depths. Um, so the mom leaves Dolly and she breaks out a photo album. And that's when she shows Jeffy the photo of Granddad. And does she just straight up say, hey, you know that thing you asked Santa for? It's impossible. I, I Well, basically she's like, this is your granddad. Um, he's dead. Do you know what that means? Yeah, he's in heaven. Cool. She, he doesn't know um, what it means. He doesn't know what it means. It's yeah. like he lives in another neighborhood to Jeffy. Right. So then the mom's like, so just so you know, um, so you can't really ask Santa to do something that's impossible. So, and then Jeffy freaks out. Oh, did that fucking douchebag brother of mine tell you it was supposed to be a surprise? 
And he's just really upset that the surprise is ruined more than anything. Yeah, he's really upset with yeah. Billy. Really Still upset. not getting it. And you say that he's disconnected. I mean, he is. And I think a lot of young children, I guess, who believe are told stuff like, oh, yeah, God is up above in heaven, which is like the clouds. I mean, Jeffy had a whole dream where angels and Santa Claus lived in the clouds. He might as so well have had him, a dream I guess about space not, aliens. Yeah, Santa but to him, aliens. it's not really... Yeah, to a kid, it'd be like, oh, yeah, he just come down from the sky. I mean, Santa Claus lives right. there. Of course he can bring him down. That makes sure. logical sense to a tiny child. Yeah. Well, especially when all you but, say is, he's dead, and then you say nothing else, and then you just say, he's in heaven. He's in heaven. Yeah, and that heaven is above in the sky. I mean, it's it's a hop... It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a picture book totally. with some angels and some clouds and stuff. Like... Because no, and you know how many people have had that exact conversation with kids and they think that's mm-hmm. enough. They think that's supposed that's to enough. like satiate their innate curiosity or help them grieve. Because <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. No. no. You will never see this person again. That's the thing like, that's the thing that the mom can't bring herself to say. She just goes, it's impossible. But Jeffy doesn't even ask why. Jeffy's so thick that he doesn't even have the innate ability as a child to ask why. <laughs> he just gets mad at Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Billy ruining Christmas surprise. And he still thinks it's going to okay. happen. Because Santa twice in his dream and at the mall said that it would happen. So great. Congratulations, everyone. You're all failing. This child cannot differentiate um, reality from dreams. Like, no. I, like, I don't know how old this kid's supposed to be, but I feel like... Maybe five. I, yeah, I feel like we're, we're getting to an age where... We there's we gotta we gotta figure this out because this is only gonna lead to problems. I think like Billy's seven, like Dolly's six, and then it's like five, and then PJ's gotta be like less than two. So I don't know. Everybody needs to get on the same page because Billy's spouting off stupid bullshit left and right. <laughs> Dolly's just policing everybody and being a fucking twit about it. And poor poor PJ's probably like eating asbestos. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about PJ at the end of this because some some shit happens that I can't work out. Um, but Jeffy is woken up by the ghost of his grandfather. Grandman. <laughs> is that you, Grand? In the dark. And this, this is a terrible rip. This is like a really poor quality. Like some shots are so dark. <laughs> but yeah. in the living room when it's like at night and Grandpa's just sort of standing by the tree. Ugh. That's if you... If you saw that in real life, that would not be a friendly image. I, I hate to say it. Oh. Um, but then he, Jeffy sort of realizes, like, Grandpa's like, look up in the closet, Jeffy. Wordlessly, he says. Wordlessly. Exactly, because Santa and Grandman, <laughs> they don't speak. No. They just point ominously. Or they wag. They wag their fingers or they, like, yeah. point or glare. It's like the ghost of Christmas future. Like, I don't like it. And Jeffy realizes, oh, the, the star's up at the top of the closet and he proceeds to, like, he gets out a card table, and then he gets out, like, a little chair, and then, like, a, a xylophone? <laughs> yeah. And he gets the box, but in the process, nearly falls and bashes his skull against the ground. <laughs> and Dad catches him at the last moment in a, what I have to assume is a Christmas miracle, because in real life, that kid would just be straight up dead or in a coma. Oh, yeah, he would have bashed that giant football skull into Oh, a man, pieces. that dumb football skull. Like- uh, all these kids look like Stewie. I don't like They it. all look so dumb. Oh, God. But Jeffy, they open up the box, and the star's already glowing? It's glowing. Yeah. Why is it glowing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a good, uh, my question is, whose cowboy hat is in the top of the closet? 
Well, you know, back Paul from... Was the, uh... Well, I was going to say the Sugar Pop cereal. Grandpa was the mascot. He was <laughs> oh, the one who posed for the... Uh, they really wanted a Jack Palance look like. Granddad <laughs> made all this money being a cereal <laughs> mascot. Um, they put it on top of the tree, and, and, and Daddy says something to the effect of, it's like he's here with us, and Jeffy gets to, like, nod knowingly. It's like, nope. Your dad... Oh, it's worse than It's worse than it's that. Worse than that? Yeah, um... So Jeffy says, um, Granddad was here. And then Daddy's like, Granddad is here. (laughs) 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 Creepy. (laughs) And yeah, the the fact that everyone's like, I believe you, that's the kind of thing where it's like, I saw a ghost once, I believe you, I did too. And it's like, stop it. Just enough. (laughs) Grow up and shut shut up. up. Uh, and so they put the tree on. T- uh, they put the star on top of the tree, and then they realize, oh, the cookies and milk have been consumed. <laughs> They've been consumed, I do say. And the mom and dad are like, oh, well, we didn't eat them. And also, where's our baby? That's right, he's behind the armchair in filth, just eating those PJs. PJs wearing PJs, and I hate them. <laughs> Because you know he's shitting himself. He probably hasn't had a bath in like 48 hours. He's like slobbering down cookies and milk like a goblin. Why is your toddler running free? Because dad ran into the room to um, rescue like his son. Yeah. And mom was seemingly still in bed. How, who got the baby? Why is the baby <laughs> roaming free? I, I don't like it when dad picks up PJ and brings him back over to the family. And PJ sort of waves awkwardly with his cookie like, hey, everybody. <laughs> it's like he's greeting the masses like, hello, my name is Che Guevara. I am PJ. <laughs> Cookies and milk for also, everyone. You have two dogs and a cat. You can't just leave like cookies like lying <laughs> yeah. on the ground. You really can't. No, you can't. That, that's going to be covered in cat hair and dog slobber. No, Barfy would have eaten them within the first two minutes you put them in on the plate. Second. And he would have puked them up back onto the plate. <laughs> Yeah, because Barfy, yeah. Barfy's anorexic. He can't keep anything down. He's been sick since he was a puppy. Oh my god! Oh, it's so gross. He has like f- cookie stuff on his face or milk, and he wipes his sleeve. Oh, like this kid, filthy. Nothing about this is right. And that's when the song plays a third time. They played it at oh. the beginning over the credits. They played it during the dream sequence, and then they fucking ring more out of it by playing it a third time. <laughs> If you put yeah. that much money into, I guess you gotta use song, it. If you blew your butt budget on breast animation in this song, <laughs> then yeah, you're gonna play it as much as you. We blew our can. butt. We uh, what Alex said was we blew our butt on titty animation and that fucking <laughs> shitty ass dreamer song. God, that song stinks. But it's 90 seconds, and we have three moments where that would be perfect. <laughs> this house is disgusting after they unwrap everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's that classic thing of, isn't it great how the parents, it's that image of like the parents all harried on the couch and there's a disgusting mess all over the house. You've spent this entire month getting ready for this one day. And guess what? Your work's not done. Christmas, you don't get to relax because then you have to clean up all that shit. (laughs) And so then we get a little, uh, so Dolly's like, got all of her fucking mountains of toys and is like, oh, this is pretty great. Say, how long till the Easter Bunny comes? Immediate end. Immediately Hard done. Hard cut. And she kind of looks at the camera like, am I right? See you next year. Which that was the next one. So it's like a, which, uh, it's like an MCU what, what cliffhanger. Seen, 
I just wish we could have seen um, Dad throwing his empty beer can and hitting her in the head after she said that. <laughs> Clang. Daddy had some sound effects. Okay, I'll have a sound effect for you. Clang. <laughs> Dolly, get out. Dolly was supposed to be a nickname. <laughs> The doctor wrote down Dolly, and then he refused to change it. And I, at a certain point, just went, fuck it. Her name's Dolly. You were going to be named Deborah, but your name's Dolly. You're named after my favorite stripper. Why isn't there Why isn't there a Thanksgiving or a Halloween special? What happened? Why would you do Easter before Halloween or Thanksgiving? Christmas is the devil's holiday. Not Christmas. <laughs> Halloween is the devil's holiday. <laughs> Christmas is the devil's holiday. I think they were hoping to make it um, to to Halloween, but they didn't make it. (laughs) Nope, didn't make it. They didn't make it, but it would have been perfect. Thanksgiving, they could have had the grandma character, who I can't stand. So it's wait, it's Christmas, uh, then Easter, then what? I was no, the first one was Valentine's Valentine's Day Day special, and then they did Christmas and Easter. So they did Valentine's Day, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is great. You know what? We're, we're going to order another one of these. Uh, let's do the Christmas one. Okay, they do Christmas. And on Christmas, they're like, all right, all right, we want to make another one of these. Let's go ahead and lay it down for Easter. Then uh, after that, we'll do Halloween, and then uh, uh, we'll do Thanksgiving. Oh, we'll make these forever. Um, they got their order for, for that fucking Easter one. But then they were like, nah, no, these suck. No thanks. They stunk, and like the fr- you know the first one, the Valentine. I've not seen a second of it, but you know that stinks too. Sure. Like there's no way that like I wouldn't have paid for a second one to save my life. Like I, I don't understand how some of these things get through the. Bu- Maybe they were under contract I- to do three from the very beginning. I, don't I think know. the thing is nobody's got a Valentine special. It was it was novel. Yeah, I mean the peanuts. Uh, we'll they, they had the market. They hadn't done a Charlie Brown Valentine's Day thing yet. Um, I don't think they had at least. There's a very old one where Charlie Brown goes to a Valentine's Day dance. Yeah. I don't know what that one's called, but it's very Valentine's Day themed. But that's it, guys. Jesus Christ. We did it. We finally did it. And it's done. <laughs> and it's done. Yay. Yay. Never again. Never do we, again. Do we want to talk about who won, who lost, best dressed, worst dressed? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so who won and who lost? I think I, I did Jeffy win or lose because his delusions have been validated and in the short term that's great for Jeffy because he's proven himself not to be insane but in the long term that's bad because Jeffy's insane well Jeffy's won the day but the next day after Christmas he'll be a punching bag all over again oh yeah let's not he's got two older siblings that have it out for him yeah they can't stand he'll him. never I mean yeah, now that he's not the baby anymore, PJ gets all those cookies. Yeah. PJ gets all those little baby moments. And then Jeffy's going to turn on PJ and try to, like, do what he, his siblings do to him, but it won't work. And PJ will get bigger than him at a certain point and be like, fuck you, Jeffy. And, like, beat the <laughs> shit out of Jeffy. And then Billy and Dolly will be like, yeah, yeah. And then they're all, like, then they all go off to, like, college. And then, like, Jeffy, like, doesn't get into college. <laughs> no, because Jeffy's still, like, trying to get Grandpa well, to come back. Grandpa. Well, also... Grandpa Granddad keeps telling me to kill. <laughs> Stop it. Granddad. <laughs> what happened to Barfy, Granddad? What did you do, Granddad? He did it, not me. <laughs> who who <laughs> killed him? I don't know. Who killed him? Nobody. Who killed him? Uh, Jeff E. 
<laughs> the little gremlin known as Jeff E. Oh, oh God. So, so Jeff E. loses yeah. now and forever, pretty much. But does he, he, no hope yeah. but he wins the day. He wins Christmas. I, yeah, okay, so maybe this is the okay, one so time he, he wins? Yeah. So this is his one win in life. All right, so who lost? Mom and Dad. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy. They made oh. a mistake. They had a family, and they made a mistake. Yeah, well, I think we need to pick one. We can't yeah, pick. It can't, can't be pick a, a collective. You can't pick hair if it's not clothes. <laughs> hair is not clothes. Uh, well, mom is a is an objectified like <laughs> woman in the animation, right. and dad doesn't want to build snowman with his kids. So I'm gonna say that dad loses at life big time. Yeah, dad's pretty fucking. No miserable. one spent money on his animation. No, <laughs> and no, he no. Tries to get out of fun seasonal things. Like, dude, if you're not gonna build a snowman with your kids, chill. I, what's going on? Yeah. Dad loses. Yeah, he definitely. He's, he's a loser. He's a fucking loser. Um, I mean, he best does dressed... save. We'll go ahead. Sorry, never mind. I'm just gonna jump into best dressed. Um, best dressed by far is mom at the mall because she's got these awesome boots and a coat, and she's not wearing her stupid purple turtleneck. that she wears day in and day out. Maybe she's depressed, too. Her hair is awful. I know hair is not clothes, but it's awful. <laughs> it's a it's like a helmet. She's wearing a football helmet of black hair. Um, yeah. So best dressed is her in that moment, but is worst dressed her in the purple? Or are we fans of those titties? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Principle alone, I refuse to make that a reason why we do anything. Jonathan, I do not support you in this sentiment. I mean, I God, they all just looks like monsters. Like, Dad's dressed like fucking um, like the most cliche, awful. Like he's he's dressed like um, uh, Family Guy Dad. He wears the same outfit. It's generic Office Dad. It's like the stereotype we've had since the fifties. Yeah. Um, um, I would say PJ and his little blue PJs. <laughs> Yeah. He looks a yeah. little bit too, he, you know, he's like shitty and hot in those things. Uh, and he smells and I hate it. That like yeah. he's left uh, roaming the halls. I, I mean, you're talking about terry cloth. It looks like it almost could be made out of terry cloth. Just like that shitty baby fabric. <laughs> you know, baby uh, fabric. Terry cloth Christmas. <laughs> oh, terry cloth Christmas. No. Nope. Ramjack. Yeah, terry cloth Christmas loses. Ramjack and terry cloth Christmas. <laughs> Starring Dolly Parton. <laughs> It's a Terry Clock Christmas Granddad. Granddad. <laughs> so we've locked in all of our winners, losers, best dress, worst dress. Great. Indeed. Yes. Let's watch it again. <laughs> no. Just one more time. No. The Dreamer. I, I, I am very interested to see if you guys make time for another one, because I, I really do think Ziggy's gift be, could be a good one. And I think Timmy's gift, A Precious Moments Christmas Story. I mean, it's got Dom DeLuise and Don Knotts in it, so... Oh, Ziggy's Gift is another one that has a song that they produce that, yeah. that I guess they blew most of the budget on. But I want to say Ziggy's Christmas has slightly better animation. And Ziggy's Christmas, I don't think is for kids. Ziggy's Gift. Oh yeah, Ziggy's Gift. <laughs> um, my apologies. You're forgiven. And it's almost like you said, completely silent. Like it's an interesting. Other people talk, but Ziggy does not talk. For whatever reason, yeah, Ziggy, Ziggy does cannot not talk. talk. He's gone mute. Guys, we shall see. Oh, guys. Indeed. Um, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to Ramjack. It's been it's been super fun this evening. And um, our morning or whenever you guys are listening to it, we're recording it in an evening. <laughs> uh, Brad, thank you for joining. Uh, Jonathan, always a pleasure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, guys, you can Jonathan, get in contact uh, with the show. Go ahead. Wait, Jonathan, uh, where can we find you now that you're not discussing Full House? Uh, I mean, yeah, at this point, uh, whenever this comes out, the podcast will be long done. Uh, the uh, At the Trailers podcast, you can follow that on Twitter. That's at the trailers pod. Um, you can follow that right now and sort of get in on the ground floor of that. Uh, we're aiming for a September release of that first episode. Um, if we can get certain elements together and if certain people meet their deadlines, ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> not passive aggressive at all. Um, but other than that, you can just find me on Twitter at this point. It's J O N P E R N I S E K. And I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to leave Facebook, so I'm not going to be on the Facebook group anymore. <laughs> oh, tragic. It's tragic. It is tragic. I, I've been using it too much for my own personal screaming vendettas. <laughs> I've, been ta- I've been taking advantage of the safe space mentality. That's, that's what it's for. That's, that's what it's for. That's true. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, if you ever want to come back, Jonathan, it'll always be there. Indeed. Oh, I'm sure. So, I mean. That's the thing about Facebook. <laughs> Listen, you don't you don't have to use all of Facebook. You can just use the groups. That's what Facebook. Yeah. That's what Facebook says. That's what they want you to say. That's what I say. <laughs> but that's also that's what, what Facebook says. <laughs> Jonathan, don't you understand? You can like control your feed and like blah 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 blah. I can't. I can you? Is there a thing where I can't get event invitations anymore? Is there a thing? Yes. There is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. You can customize Facebook to do whatever yeah. you need to. Or are those just gonna stockpile somewhere? No, you just no, can no. turn them off. Uh, I gotta leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole thing Jonathan is doesn't care. My dad yells at me on it. I can't deal with it. I no. He yells at you. On? No, I'm not gonna block, block my dad because then it's just gonna turn into a thing. It, it's the classic Facebook story of my parents or his family. Dear Prudence, my family's driving me nuts on Facebook, but I can't block them because they're my family. Wait a minute. Do do they send you personal messages or is it like my dad has sent me messages Facebook? and my dad has left comments to the effect of why are you posting this? You know you can't just post anything you want on the internet. People read these things. People from your job might see this. Why are you, like basically why are you so dumb? And it's like thanks, Dad. Thanks for coming out of the woodwork. You never like anything I post. That's nice. You only come out of the woodwork when I have something negative to say, and you're like, don't say anything negative on the internet. Or what are you dumb? Thanks, Dad. You've been on Facebook for 48 seconds. I've been on since 2009. Whatever. Before that, since I was in college. But whatever, Dad. You know the internet more than I do. (laughs) What do you do in that situation, Brad? I just ignore him. But one of the nice things is... The whole thing... Facebook has given money to certain organizations, like conservative organizations and shit like that. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I think he's really strange. And he's just getting creepier and creepier, and I don't like what he's trying to do lately. Presumably, like, his run into politics. The whole thing, I think I just need to, like, wrap it up into a ball and throw it out. (laughs) Well, those, yeah, those are good reasons, too. If you don't feel comfortable with what they're giving money to and all that stuff. I could say the same thing about Twitter. Twitter is just a hotbed of abuse and xenophobia and racism and sexism. and And the owners of Twitter are doing nothing about it. It's a, it's a dis- th- those the people who run Twitter are should be ashamed of themselves. But I'm still on Twitter, so I'm a giant hypocrite. So, I mean, also you don't need Facebook professionally. Like you could make an art, like an agent or someone could say to me, like as an actor or if you want to be an actor, you should have Twitter to promote those things. Facebook, I don't think, is in any way useful for like promote. I, I don't know. 
just like every time I've tried to promote a show that I've done or half the time with uh, the Full House podcast, it just didn't work. So I'm kind of tired of using it like that, too. You guys know it's hard. <laughs> it's just fucking hard. Oh, yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. Anyway. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find us on the Facebook group if you want to stay on Facebook. If you don't, we <laughs> understand. But you can always get at us on the telephone at the telephone number or on our web uh, our website through email at ramjackpodcast.com. There's also a wiki that you can participate in. It's a fun time. Get on it. And, guys, the next time you are taking a stroll down that cereal aisle and your kids are pointing out all the different cereals they'd like to try... Just stop the cart, look at your children, and say to them, Look, children, get whatever cereal your heart desires, but please, please, I beg of you, wash out for the freakies. Freakies, freakies, yummy, yummy, freakies, freakies, yummy, yummy, one of us, one of us, goobble, gobble, goobble, gobble. Granddad, <laughs> why are there freakies everywhere? Shut up, Jeffy. <laughs> there aren't any fucking freakies. They're all dead. We killed them. Can't fool me, Jeffy. But what about me, cow muddle, or whatever the fuck? Oh, fuck. It's me, cow muddle. I'm a living mass of cancerous intestines that were removed from a fucking body. <laughs> Have you freakies, seen my freakies, mother? Yummy, yummy. <laughs> oh. Dr. Seuss says, have you seen my freaky? <laughs> oh, some of the freakies had stars upon the arse. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> oh, we are the freakies, we are the freakies, and this is a freaky stream. We never miss a meal, cause we love our cereals. This is the big boss, we call the boss boss. Make sure you spell it right. Snorkel off they call me, so handsome and pretty. He's little handholds, he's got a weird nose. Do I really have to sing? My name is Gumbo. I am Kamumbo. You're standing on my foot. Gargoyle is his name. Small this is my game. I know more than you do. Yes, you. And don't forget me, I'm goody goody. I always do what's right. For instance, I eat freaky cereal because it's got a lot of vitamins and it's good for me. You too can have crunchy, freaky cereal as part of your good breakfast. And there's a free, freaky, and specially marked boxes. Okay, here comes the big finish. We 